Welcome back to the Hustle System Podcast, where we dissect the patterns of success and failure for some of my favorite business leaders in the world today. If they are making moves, if they are making waves, they are on here. Doesn't matter the industry. If we're talking internet marketing, we're talking fitness, we're talking tech, they are bringing the heat to the table. Today, I'm extremely proud and grateful to have my dear friend, Mr. Brandon Carter, on the podcast. Brandon has built a monster fitness business himself. He's grown a YouTube following and he has taken his business, transformed it into a machine to now train other fitness coaches how to take their business online, which is extremely important during this time. In this episode, we break down a lot. It's a long episode. You guys can see that on the timer. Okay. Number one, we talk about how to get shredded. Okay, if you're a dude, you're watching this, this will apply to you. If you're a girl listening in, this will apply to you as well. We talk about mindset tips for overcoming adversity. Okay, we talk about nutritional systems. We talk about the top three things Brandon does with his brand that other people do not do with their brand that gives him a competitive advantage. We talk about funnels, we talk about email marketing, we talk about landing page, we talk about how to make your offer pop. Pop, how to make it pop, all right? So I want you to get comfy or you know what? Bump this at the gym. Do what you gotta do. What I wanna dig into first and foremost is how Brandon overcame the adversity that was facing him in his youth, how he rose above, how he made a stand to say, I will demand a better life for myself. That is where we're gonna be kicking off this episode. I'm extremely humble and grateful to have you here with us today. So without further ado, let's dig into this wide-ranging episode with Mr. Brandon Carter. We've never wavered from that vision. Everything you hold worthwhile in this state. Beyond yourselves and ourselves, I have a dream. Freedom is indivisible. I took the initiative talk about that or describe a moment where you had to make a stand for yourself and your own success in your life and say, you know what? I will never be back there again. I will move away from that type of behavior into new mm -hmm. behavior. What did that look like for you? Uh, when I was, when I was young, long, long time ago. Wait, wait, that old? What are you talking about? I'm, 30, I'm, I'm 37, baby. Bro, that ain't that. What? Hey, I'll, be shit. I'll be 38 in September. That's crazy. All I'm, right. I'm all over my late thirties, baby. Ooh, you know, shit. and um, so 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 like I think it was, it was, it was so long, long time ago, bro. Way past any sort of statute statute of limitations, right? I was in I was involved in some like activity, you know. what I'm saying some some like activity that I shouldn't have been involved in, you know. Um, I was going, you know, I was going to Miami from New York. I was going back in Miami, you know, buying stuff, yep. and then you know. Taking, taking, taking the Greyhound back to New York, back and forth. You know what I'm saying? You, you read between the lines. You know what I'm saying? I think, yeah. I think Young Jeezy had whole albums about this sort of behavior. Yeah, you know what I'm Rick, yeah Rick Ross talks about it frequently. All right. And, uh, and what happened was, you know, it was, um, 
I'm gonna tell you the moment, man. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. So I was doing this deal, and this guy, we're gonna we'll call him Hector. All right. It was Hector. I didn't know Hector, but I met Hector through this butch lesbian. Right. We'll call her. <laughs> we'll call. We'll call her. We'll call her Kim. Kim was like a dude, man. She was like a dude. She was like one of the homies. But she was a lesbian, like a butch lesbian, not like one of the hot ones. Yeah. More like your homie. But Kim would always try to like flirt with me and try to like grab me and like like she wanted to have sex. I'm like, yo, you like a dude. I'm not gay. You gay. You can't be straight for me. <laughs> I know you a woman and not gay, but it feels gay because we dress the same. All right. Uh, <laughs> I digress. I she, introduced, she introduced me to Hector. Right. So I, I first met Hector. We were doing a deal. Right. You know, he put all the, 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 the product on the tape and he was like, yo, uh, he was, he was, yeah, I was like, yo, all right, yeah, I want to weigh it first. And he was like, oh, yo, use my scale. I was like, no, 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 use my scale. <laughs> you yeah. know, I, I kept kind of a, a scale on me in that line. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's, you know, we, that's standard we practice, man. Standard we practice. Back, yeah, we went back and forth. See, you know, let's both wait. That's, called it, that's, right. that's your first SOP right there for your company. Standard operating procedure. <laughs> standard right operating there. procedure. You got to wait. Straight up. I'll fuck with that. All right. So we're, 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 we're weighing this shit out. And then it, it, both our skills corroborate each other. All right, so everything's good. And I'll bring out the money, right? Now, mind you, I've been in Hector's credit for a good amount of time. There's a lot to weigh, right? You know, I wasn't fucking around. I wasn't, I wasn't playing games, you know what I'm saying? You know, I wasn't, I wasn't messing around in this game, you know? Uh, so we, we waited on. Then I, I, I bring out the money on my bag, and I put it on the table. Soon, and then I put it on the table, he starts counting. As soon as he starts counting, mind you, we've been there for a long time. There's a... We're sitting at the table. He's on at the head of the table. I'm on the, me and Kim are on the side of him. Across from us is a door in a room. No, we, we didn't know what we thought it was just him and Hector. That door just starts opening slowly, right? And then I'm like, and then Hector dies on the table. He dies on the table, bro, covering Damn. everything. And I'm like, oh shit, I stand the fuck up. The girl stands the fuck up, right? And I pull out. A device, a device that I had with me for protection because I thought I needed to protect myself. A more advanced version of a vape. Yeah. You know, and I, and people. I, and I, and I, so I pointed at I pointed at the door. I pointed at the door. And then I see it come down, man. It was a, it was a kid, man. Like a little, like a toddler. Like, Ooh. you know, wearing, wearing like some Transformers uh, oh, pajamas holding a little bear. And I'm like, oh, and I hit the shit before he saw it. I guess Hector didn't want his son to see what was happening. Yeah. And the kid was like, Dad, can I have some water? And Hector was like, yeah, yeah, go back to your room. I told you to stay in your room. I'll give you some water in a minute. I'll get you want to go back to your room. And I was like, oh, shit. And then that kind of fucked me up, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because who knows? Who knows what could have happened? You know what I'm saying? Or what, what, what I might have done. That's some crazy that. shit. That's some crazy yeah. shit. But, but what, was, what, what if you impacted this kid's life, though, in a positive way somehow? What, yeah, what if, he, I don't think he saw anything, but I'm just saying, what if, like, what if I, what if I impacted, what if everyone's life changed that night, you know what I'm saying, yeah. in a real negative way, you know? All right, what so, if, so, you know so, what so what, what'd, you, what'd, you, what'd you do after that? Like, how did, how did that affect you, like, getting get back from that situation, and what were some of the I was just like, yo, man, this is fucked up what we're doing, you know, now, I was like, I don't want to do this no more, 
Word. right? I don't want to do this no more. And uh, and this was a long, long time ago. Like, there's no reason for anyone to look into any any of this. You know, it's like way past any form of statute limitations or anything. Long time ago, and like decades, bro. And then um, or just iPhone cases. Man, I don't think the iPhone was out, bro. <laughs> like, you know, and I'm being serious. I don't know if the iPhone was out back then. You know what I mean? Like, this is a while. All right, all right, let me let me give some context for 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 the um the listeners here. So a lot of people don't know this. All right, so Brad and I are talking about this now. To be clear, we do not endorse that type of behavior. But those oh. of you that that listen might not realize this. It's similar to how I started, right? And, and there's a lot of things. You know, we're going to talk about hustler mentality, positive principles that you learn. Um, there's a lot of things you learn from uh, putting yourself into the type of environment that requires you to produce results. And that actually is a results-oriented environment. For example, um, inventory control. For example, uh, customer support. For example, branding. All of these core principles, actually in a big way, like, like the podcast is called Hustle System, right? Mm. So a lot of those principles um, I took, you know, I had, a, I had a slightly different outlet. I'm in California, so you can, you know, mm-hmm. figure that out. Um, but a lot of the way that I run business is uh, related to that. And, and I'll give you uh, guys a perfect example so you can kind of uh, connect the dots here is you make a mistake in that type of environment that can cost you your life. That can cost a little kid, that little kid's life. So the stakes yeah. are high. So the stakes are high. And so I think a lot of those principles transition very well into business, things like mutual respect, things yeah. like uh, codes of honor, um, things, things like SOPs, for example. So uh, I just want to tie, the, tie, the, uh, tie all the pieces together for everybody who's listening. He's like, why, why, why are Mikhail and Brandon talking about this? Because uh, you can't be ashamed of where you came from. Everybody's mm-hmm. got something. Everybody's got something. It might be childhood trauma. It might be difficulties in their youth. It might be whatever it is, everybody's got something. So Brandon and I, we're being vulnerable here. We're putting ourselves out there to, to give you permission to say, don't be ashamed of who you are, where you came from. Yeah. Own it. Own it. Be unapologetic. And we're going to talk about being unapologetic a little bit more. But I just want to connect the dots for everybody because I went, you know, often I'll see this on uh, people's faces. I'll, I'll do uh, pitch meetings and they kind of get the wrong impression. You know, you mentioned something, they, they, they see the judgment and go, well, Tell me about a situation where you were in a tough position and you had to, f- you had to fight to survive. And they talk about that and go, is that really that different? Is that really that different? And, and so it's important for people to be able to connect these principles to what makes a, you a great entrepreneur, right? Yeah, it's a, it's know, a part of your soul. That's important. You know, the things I didn't know a lot, of, I didn't really know better. Yeah, I went to college, right? But I'm still from South Side of Chicago, right? You know, and, and that's, that's the kind of environment I, went up, I, 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 I grew up in. And that's what I, that's what I knew. And you, you become like the people you're around, you know? Totally. And that, that's real important. And so it's like, you know, that's what I, that's what I knew, you know? And, and uh, after that moment, I decided I didn't want that. But I didn't stop then, right? I didn't stop then. I decided, oh, I'm going to stop. But what really put the nail in the coffin is uh, one of my buddies, man, this dude named Esco. Esco was in the same line of work as me, you know, then. And uh, Esco was murdered, like, shortly after that. He was found, uh, like, you know, car full of bullets in Jersey, this car just riddled with bullets. And, um, and then, then right after that, my father committed suicide. You know what I'm saying? My dad was involved in some things that he shouldn't have been involved with either. I don't want to go too into it. Right. And I was like, okay, so, oh, and then my boy, and my boy SV got sent to life in prison, you know? Um, you know, I mean, you know, I feel sorry for him, right? He, he definitely did kill those people, right? So it's like, you know, he had, so he's doing life and it's like, okay, I, I see where this path is leading me. I need to really like switch directions. Really, especially after my dad killed himself, right? I was like, okay, it's time to switch directions. 
And that's when I started to, I had been like a trainer off and on my whole life. You know, I'd always been trained. I always had like people I trained or trained people. Uh, there was never a point since I was 16. There was never a point where I wasn't like training someone. Right. So I was like, okay, how, this is a skill set that I have. How can I monetize that? And that's when I went, that's when I decided to focus on really going online. Cause just being a personal training person, it ain't, ain't going to make the kind of money that I had grown accustomed to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but so I, in fact, I struggled for a long time to figure it out. Like, well, cause when I, when I quit that line of work and I was like trying to figure this out, personal training wasn't enough money. I had to take care of my family and shit. I had to take care of my mom, my sister, everybody was depending on me. I was like in my early twenties and I was like, all of a sudden I'm the man of, of, that, of the family. So I, I, I got, that's when I, this is when I really started hustling, like, like really hustling. Like, so I started, wait, that's when I really started waking up early. I wake up at like four. And I would take, I live living in Queens and I would take the train to Harlem, right? And I would train people, I would train people uh, from like five to like nine. Then I would shower there, take the train back to Soho, right? The bottom of Manhattan, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I would work security hmm. from at, at the Prada store. I was security guard at the Prada store. Now I wasn't good security guard. I wasn't good security guard. I didn't really guard shit well and nothing was like secure. Right. But uh, things got stolen. I was bad. But anyway, I was, I was working. Right. And I, from nine, I did that from nine to around, I mean, from like 10 to around six. And then after that, I worked for a moving company from like six to like, you know, however long the job was, sometimes 10, 11, 12, whatever. And I wasn't sleeping much. I was doing that every day. Yep. And then you know, uh, five days a week. And on the weekends, I trained people in the morning and managed the restaurant. So I was working every day, like 10, 12, sometimes 14 hours every day. And I did that for two years while I was trying to figure out how to make money online, right? Because Instagram didn't exist. You know, the iPhone was in its infancy. I was really trying to figure it out. Slowly but surely, you know, I, de- I never gave up. Slowly but surely, I started, I mean, I wanted to sometimes. There was little points during that where I wanted to give up on life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, fuck this shit, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I started to figure things out really slowly. You know, I, I read a lot. So, like, I read tons of books. I read, and I, and I kind of figured it out. And I got to the point where I was able to start making some money online, online training, started building, started building social media, starting to figure, starting to figure shit out, man, starting to figure shit out, kept going, got some mentors. And then, you know, I started figuring out more. I got to the point where I could quit two of the jobs. And now, now I'm just working on the weekends. And now, then I got to the point where I was able to quit all my jobs and start doing it full time. Right. Then I kept investing in myself, kept investing in, in, you know, mentors, masterminds, uh, courses, workshops, literally hundreds of books, hundreds of books I read. I took a speed reading class when I was younger, right? So like I read hundreds of books. And um, and then, you know, I got to one base until the business was doing seven figures, then multiple seven figures. And now I teach trainers how to do it, how to, how to build their online fitness business so they don't have to go through the same struggles I want, right? So they don't have to actually like, I'm saying so they don't have to um, struggle with it. Yeah, hustle, hustle. You know what I find impressive about you is you're you're kind of like this this big dude, and everybody always I think assumes right that it's kind of like if you've got a hot girl that she she's not that smart, right? As a dude, when you're kind of jacked, you kind of have a similar. There's a similar kind of stigma out there. It's like oh, this guy spends all his time in the gym, but 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 then you've got uh, you've got knowledge on you know evolutionary psychology, philosophy, all these these topics that come together really greatly. And I want to kind of tie it back, and and I do want to talk about. I'm a marketing and sales. Yeah, dude, you're a machine. Expert. 
You're a machine. Like, like I'm not, I don't know if I'm as good as you, Mikael. Right? You know what I'm saying? But I'm. But we're, we're, in the, we're, we're But like, I can hold my own. You taught me a lot. We definitely go toe to toe. Taught me a lot. You know. You, you know what? You know what you're good at. You're good at making it a bit more fun. Yeah. So, so all right, all right. Let's talk about let's talk about that. All right. Let's talk yeah. about let's talk about that, funnels. That's, that's, my, that's my key. I, I, yeah. I can take these fucking books, right? This these stacks of books, and I can translate that knowledge to to a lot. Of, a lot of a lot of trainers are dumb. A lot of like we're not dumb, but they're not fucking rocket scientists, right? And I can speak it. I can I can translate into a language where they understand it. All right. Let's let's talk branding for a minute. I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back to a couple of things you said, but but since we're on this topic now. So I call it making it pop. Okay. Whenever, whenever I see your stuff, you know what I think of when I see any time you drop a new product, you know what I think of? I think of, you, you know, that, you know, those cartoons and there's the cartoons and then they shoot the, they have this, the, the, the little animals got this big cannon. He loads this big cannon up. It's like, just in the fuse going and then boom. And there's this big boom sign. Uh, that's oh, what yeah. I think of that. This bright ass, like boom. And that's, it, it's, there's something special about that moment in cartoons because it's, it's climactic. Mm. It's climactic, right? It's it's a it's a moment of conver- convergence of attention. So, uh, what are some things you do? Because it, there's a lot of physical trainers out there. Yeah. I've got a bunch of them in my mentoring program. They they listen to podcasts, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it's very cookie cutter. I view that it's like it's like it's bread. It's rye bread or yeah. sourdough bread or some other bread. Your shit's like cupcakes. You know, your shit's all <laughs> bright and shit. I'm like, yo, y'all want those cupcakes, right? You know, keto cupcake. Uh, that's that shit. So what do you, how do you think about your offers and making it pop and, and, and follow up to that? So how, how do you think about your offers and make it pop? And how much childish playfulness actually goes into that too? Got it, got it. Well, okay, so what I do won't work for everyone, right? Because I know my market, right? I'm going for guys 25 to 35 around that age range, um, younger guys too, but like 25 to 35, when I was, if you go back a few years, my target market was men like 18 to 25. So it was even more childish, right? I was trying to appeal to them, you know? Um, so 25 to 35, maybe it's the guy who's a little bit younger than me. I know him well, cause I was him, right? I spent, I spent, I was him before he's, he was him, right? So I know, I know him, you know, and I know what he's thinking. So anytime you're selling anything, right? Any product or service, like nobody's buying the product or service, right? They're buying how they're buying something else, like what it's going to do for them, right? I heard the, the, the CEO, Revlon, Mary Kay, one of them fucking companies, right? Yeah. And she yeah. said, yo, we don't sell makeup, we sell hope. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, that's a bar, right? So whatever I'm selling, it's, 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 it's like, I'm not selling the thing, I'm selling what it's going to do for you, right? And sometimes that's overt, sometimes it's covert. Yep. Right. Like when you, so when, if you see me, so you, you go on uh, my Instagram, you see me surrounded by, by beautiful chicks. You see me doing cool shit with cool people. Right. It's implied. I'm going to give you all some behind the curtain shit. Right. It's implied that my product or service will get you that thing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like, it, you know, I try to embody my, my target markets, hopes, dreams, and aspirations. You know what I'm saying? I try to be the living embodiment of everything they want in life. If I if I had to be, if I had to be, uh, uh, and, and, and I try to do it in an entertaining way that's going to captivate them as well, if, if that makes sense. All right, so that's dope. So so yeah, selling the end results huge, and I see a lot of a lot of people do this six pack abs, right? We'll get you shredded, so they think they got the benefit, and I think what they miss is, yo, you know, I did a post about this on my socials. I'm like, I'm just better than you guys. 
Like whatever marketers out there, unless you're Russell Brunson, I'm better than I'm better. Right. So, so what does these guys think they're going to be able to compete with no IG, no, no YouTube, uh, no marketing knowledge. I think, I mean, how much of what you do is actual fitness? I'd say it's probably 10% of what you do is actual fitness. The other 90 is there's mindset in there. There, yeah. there, there's diet in there, there's uh, marketing in there, there's sales psychology, there, there's funnel building, et cetera, et cetera. What was the first funnel you built, dude, that, that you found work, that, 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 that you found work or that totally you thought was going to work and fail? Tell us about yeah, that. The first funnel I built was before click funnels or lead pages or any of that shit. You know, I'm telling you, like I started like, in, 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 I was really trying to figure it out. I, 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 I saw an opt-in page that, for something that I liked. Right. And I, I, you know, I hit the, the button that you can see the actual code and I put that shit in the Dreamweaver and then changed his opt-in. Then I changed, I changed his, I found the code for his opt-in and put the code for my opt-in and then uploaded that to Dreamweaver and then uploaded that to Amazon Web Service. And that was my very first funnel. Right. You know, like I, I basically just, I had the fucking code. That's a shit. Like I had the code. I was doing this shit before it was easy. You know what I'm saying? Like no, that's that's original swipe file right there. Yeah, I was doing this shit, but I mean, I changed the once I got into the Dreamweaver, I was able to change the um the 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 the, the, the copy and the images and all that shit. You know, uh, these kids don't even know what fucking Dreamweaver is. I don't yeah, even think they yeah. sell it no more, right? But that was you. That was you had to fucking code before. It, like it was way harder when I started, bro. It was way, way harder. harder. Like I had the fucking code. So and I and I coded that, and I I built a hundred. A hundred thousand uh, email lists of a hundred thousand people. You know what I'm saying? With that fucking uh, opt-in, and I gave them some fucking free shit. And now I had an email list. Now here's the thing: I didn't know how to use an email list at the time to make money. If I would have known then what I know now, I'd have made a million dollars in my first year. But instead, you know that I, uh, you know, Aweber was the email uh, was a was CRM I was using, and they were charging me like twelve thousand dollars a month for over a hundred thousand e- emails right it was expensive back then baby it was expensive and um and i was like yo i'm not monetizing like that so i said fuck it and then yo that was a huge mistake because i should have been able to make a hundred thousand dollars a month off that email list if i knew what i if i knew then what i knew now a hundred percent so so let's talk let's talk about some of the things that you have discovered over the past x years that the average personal trainer just simply does not know or is honestly just not going to have time to learn because the truth is that there, there, there's a ramp period, right? Where yeah. it's like, you got to learn how to do funnels. Cool. You're for, you do your first funnel and boom. And it's a, it's a three year journey for some people. So what are some of those things that you discovered that, that are like the pillars of success for your business that physical trainers should know, need to know, and uh, can leverage your existing knowledge? Yeah, well, we can get into that, you know, and that's important. It's a good question. That that's like that. The answer to that question, before I answer it, is is the reason like my my students do so well. It's right because we give them the whole roadmap. It's like they don't have to figure it out or invent it like I did. Like I was one of the first online trainers, like like on some real shit. Like I was one of the first. You know what I'm saying to do it, and I went through all the trial and error. Like what you see online training is, I was one of the pioneers, and and I we I mastered it. You know, mastered it. And so we give them the whole, that whole roadmap. You know what I'm saying? So one of the big things that they, that where they fuck up is they try to sell it on their website. They think that they, oh, I'm gonna get someone to build this fancy website and they, they'll pay a lot of money for some, some asshole to build a website for them and they'll try to sell high ticket trading straight from your website. That does not work. 
that does not work. You can sell low ticket shit from your website, maybe, but unless you have hundreds of thousands or millions of followers, you're not gonna make a lot of money selling low ticket shit. It's just not gonna work. Or or or, or your Facebook ads wizard or something like that. But don't let, that's a different skill set within itself, right? So you got you got to get people on the phone. You got to be able to sell on the phone, you know, because um, it's like you ever own a car, Mikael? I own several. You own several cars. Did you buy? <laughs> did you did you click the link in somebody's bio on Instagram and no, buy the car? I wouldn't bought it cash, but <laughs> you bought somebody in person, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's that's how that's how people behave when they buy on high ticket stuff. So you you got to sell high ticket. The easiest path to victory is selling high high ticket. Now high ticket is relative, right? Like you, the lowest I, I the lowest I allow my students to to sell their 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 training for is eighty dollars a week. Right, eighty dollars a week. That's the low. That's the floor, right? But here's the thing: if you have twenty five clients paying you eighty dollars a week, and if you can retain an average of twenty five for fifty two weeks, that's one hundred and four thousand dollars a year. Boom. Right? Yeah, you know I'm saying now you make it. Now you make. Right. Now you making. You know, a, you making six figures. That's more than a doctor makes. Yep. Right. That's more than a, do- a new doctor. But you don't. You don't have to go to. To, to 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 med school or be in school for fucking eight to ten years, you don't have to do a residency for two to four years after that, and nobody's sneezing on you, and you and you and you got, you don't got to cut nobody open. True that. True, true that. You know what let, let me unpack this some more because I I have this conversation with with so many people and it's becoming ever more frequent. You'll see these little screenshots on Facebook on Instagram. It's like we made three hundred eighteen thousand dollars this month doing drop shipping now now i partner with a lot of drop shippers i fuck with it but yeah. when it, whenever um somebody you know i started from fucking nothing too man it's like and so whenever these kids are like oh well 100k a year you know i'm seeing little billy do 300,000 a month you, if you can't respect $1 ain't no million dollars ever going to respect you that's my rule if you can't and does, love, and does, and does billy love selling chinese bullshit to old people like like be honest does he love it Right, like I'm assuming when a trainer comes to me, they love fitness and they wouldn't make a career out of it. It's that you, know you get to do something you love every day, but it's mm-hmm. something more important. It's almost like a philosophical concept energetically. Like, like I notice this when you step in the room, right? You're about to do a seminar. I've been, you know, you and I have done plenty of seminars together. Yeah, yeah. Your, your energy's got to be higher than the room. You got to uplift the fucking room. That takes it changes, takes a lot right? Of Yo, I've gotten, I've gotten, you, you were there for one of my, some of my first speeches, right? Like you've seen like, hey, yo, I'm, I'm fucking nice now. Like I was nervous. Yeah. Here's something y'all don't know, man. Like I was, I, the first time I sold from the stage, man, I had like a two, three hour, uh, conversation with Mikael. I was taking notes. I still yeah, have those notes, man. I still have those notes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I really appreciated the, the jewels you dropped on, uh, for me. And I didn't sell, I didn't sell much that day. Right, but now I'm now I'm I'm fucking nice, man. I'm nice from and then, and you see you you've seen the evolution, right? Like that was years ago. When I'm yep. on the stage now. So I bring it, man. Shit changes when I when I step up. I feel sorry. I actually feel sorry for anyone who went before or after me. Like yep. like and I don't mean that in a cocky way. I legit have a a little bit of pity for them because it was about to happen you know what i'm saying <laughs> like well, you, know, you should you should feel good though because you're showing them how how it's done and you have to have that higher level of energy anybody mm. know that who's high level they're always the, the word is potency potency you know I'm, I'm gonna have um this later this month you know how i'm gonna have on uh i think i'm gonna have grant cardone on and that, oh, that's, a, that's a potent dude that's a oh, potent yeah. dude right and and you know you're mentioning you're you're like i'm getting old i'm 30 I'm, dude that dude's like 65 he's still killing it you know like, bro we're halfway through 
That's yeah, man, a trip. That's I'm a trip. That's a trip. Yeah. So, so, so I, I think that's fire, fire as fuck, man. Um, the shit you're doing, and it's an energetic principle, and you're lifting these people up. So when Brandon says, "Yeah, you could do a hundred, that is correct. You make as much as a lawyer. Guess what? You don't have to do. You don't have to wake up at six a.m. to go to to go sit in traffic for an hour to go to an office where you're going to fuck your back up by sitting in a chair to serve clients you don't know or to work for some firm who doesn't even know your name. Okay, so um, you know my staff, they'll be like, "Hey, can I get more comp? Can I get more comp? Can I get more comp?" I'm like, "You can bring the heat." understand go go sell me fifty dollars a product go sell 50 bucks they want to get paid you know some some whatever some couple thousand a month type of thing i'm like okay go generate go generate 50 bucks and they go and they go and try and they try for two weeks some of these guys two weeks they spend they can't make a 50 dollars sale i go exactly now watch this shit boom i go in my dms boom yo who wants to buy this mentoring program boom fucking five grand five grand in fucking two hours you know, and they're like, and it look, it, it makes them understand the magic. So what you do, there's a magical component to it that you know what they say, like when your skill, um, when technology is high enough, or when your skill is high enough, it looks like magic to normal people. Mm-hmm. I think to, to the average personal trainer, what you do looks like magic. And so yeah. I think it's important for us to kind of dissect the little pieces in there to make them realize. Let them behind not, the curtain. Yeah, but it's also going to make them realize they can't just snap their fingers and have your YouTube channel. They can't just snap their fingers and have their, your Instagram. That's years. That's, that's, that's fucking thousands of hours of work, tens of thousands of hours of work. You can't just overnight that type of shit. And you need to start with proper principles. I just want to hammer that, man, because I, I see this all the time and it, it drives me crazy, dude. I just did a post about this. Like, yeah, I'm 22. I want to be a coach. I'm like, and I, I'm like coaching what top ramen, what do you be a top ramen <laughs> coach? You know, you're going to show me, going to show me how to, how to cook top, top ramen. Word, gonna- word, word. And like there's people who will sell them that. There's people yeah. who selling that, but I figured like 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 when I coach trainers, I, I assume you've been some sort of training or you you you're familiar with training even if you just trained your friend. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and the truth is, I, if I'm honest, if I'm honest, I'm gonna be honest with you. You don't have to be a you don't have to be a good trainer to, to be a successful trainer because anything works. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be right. I need that button. I need that. Boo, 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 boo. I need a button right here. Anything works. Like I can grab if you, if you grab some asshole off the street. Give him literally anything. Just open up a fucking fitness magazine and do this, man. Anything random. It could be in any diet. It could be keto. It could be vegan. It could be if it fits your macros, intermittent fast. It doesn't fucking matter. Anything will work. Seriously. Yeah. Anything will work. The thing is, it's just all you got to do is make sure they do it. And that's what a, a personal trainer's real job is to make sure. When I, when I was doing in person training, one of my clients, he got, he just, you know, he saw one of the Beachbody uh, uh, VSLs and he was like, yo, I want to do. P90X, but he knew he wouldn't do it. So he paid me to do P90X with him, right? All you do, your job as a trainer is just to make sure they do it. And it could be anything. And we show them how we, we have protocols to make sure your clients get great results. So I would say that training is the only thing. That's dope. Anything will work. It wouldn't support that. Can you do that without understanding human psychology? No, that's, that's what we teach them. Can you do that that's without understanding sales? Nah, that, that's why we teach them. Exactly. Like we have, we go really hard on marketing and sales with our students. Like really, like how do you get clients? How do you, how do you, how do you get clients with a small following? Right. How do you, and, and, and like I said before, you don't need 25. You don't need a million followers. It's, it's, ball, it's baller. Did, do they have to be in fitness? Does it have to be? Well, I only work with, well, that, here's, here's a good gotcha. principle for, for those people who listen who maybe aren't in the fitness at all. Um, I can do this with any business. 
but it's like then I'm like everyone else, man. I'm not what? Yep. I'm not special. Yeah. Right? I'm not special. You man, know, but if, special. I, but if I yeah, but if I <laughs> but if I and there's so much competition. How many how many of there are people who teach people how to grow an online business? How many of these motherfuckers exist? I do I really want to compete with Russell Brunson and like all these other motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or you? Nah, man. Nah, there's too many of y'all motherfuckers, man. You know what I mean? And some of y'all are really good. Yeah, that competition is steep, right? So but but how many people teach people how to run an online fitness business? Yeah, like one. And you got it. Yeah, I mean, there's a few. There's a few people trying there's to knock. A, there's a few. There's a few people trying to tug on Superman's cape. Yep, but, but this but, ties into uh, the Tim Ferriss thing, right? Instead of instead of trying to pigeonhole and make your own category, so that's that, that shit. So, so I, I want to hammer that because number one, you can't do it without um, human psychology. You can't do it without sales, and that's something you guys should pay attention to on this podcast. As, as Brandon and I have known each other for years, all right, what's the first thing this dude does? He's like, yo, let me remind you my shit's dope. Mikhail, in case you forgot, in case we haven't interacted for a while, let me remind you my shit's dope. And you guys are going out there, you're assuming your client's going to do your fucking program. They're not. No. They're not. They need to be sold and then resold and then resold on their own success. And for, you got to force them to do it. You got to find a way to, you got to find a way to make sure they do it. Whatever you're selling, you gotta make sure, find a way to make sure people actually use your product or service. Cause if they don't use it, they won't get great results. And if they don't get great results, you won't get that viral. Like we get a lot of uh, testimonials, right? You see, I mean, you see how many testimonials I post. It's crazy. You know, it's every day, it's countless. I have more that I don't even post them all, right? It would be my whole story, right? And the reason we do that is because you know, it, it gets more sales. It's gotta it's be like real. The best result. It's, it's real. Like if you thought I was a scam, it's like, yo, you can't watch a day of my stories and then think all oh, these people are lying. Well, you, Brian, I, I, don't think, I don't think you could be, you know, that's the one thing that's cool with physical fitness. You either ripped or you're not. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you can either help other people get results or you can't. And I've, I've, I've like kind of like, I'm like, huh, what does Brandon do right here? And I go and I try that shit. It's my, sometimes small shit, but I'm like, yo, I feel better. I feel as a human. How, what's the price on as a human you feel better? Every single day for the rest of your life. That's that's the that's the question, man, and that's huge. That's huge. If, if, what you just did there is you took you took the the the, bene- the feature and made it a better like a benefit, right? Oh, yeah. the, the, then you're selling uh, a trainer is selling you're selling workouts and diet and workouts. All right, but everyone's selling that shit. Well, how can you how can you how can but what are they what are they going to get? You really want to sell that into a specific person, right? Not to everybody. You get what I'm saying? Like not, not, not to everybody. hundred percent. Yo, right. Mikhail, I got something else. Yo, pre-workout's kicking in. All right. So like I'm about to, I'm about to, okay, let's go. When you, you said, you said, what else, what else trainers need to know? All right. Another thing they need to know is they need to have a niche. Remember I said, everything works. Everything works. Honestly, any kind of fitness works, but I'm keen keto. Right. I found a niche. You know what I'm saying? I found a niche. So there's a lot of trainers but how many trainers focus on men age 25 to 35 who want to build, who want to, who want to get ripped, right? Not necessarily crazy muscular, not like a pro bodybuilder who want to get ripped with keto, right? Oh shit. Think, think of somebody else. Can you think, can you know, focus on men who want to, I can't think of much competition. Yep. So you, as a trainer, you have to say, okay, what's going to be your niche, right? So the way I think of the niche is like, is who, who do you want to help? So you need to break that down by gender, a lot of good people say, oh, I want to help men and women. That's what they're thinking. No, you don't, you fucking retard. Like, what you want to do is you want to pick one because the marketing is going to be different. Just, yeah. like, just like deodorant. Like, like deodorant. Like, like I'm, wearing, I'm wearing some um, 
Old Spice deodorant. What's the difference between men deodorant and women's deodorant? Nothing. But like these companies are smart enough to yeah. market Old Spice to men. You see, you see, you see the imagery. You see the, even the fucking fonts, the colors. Now let's look at Secret deodorant. Secret. Just look. What's the difference? No difference. In fact, I can find some Old Spice that smells just like the Secret, like just the powder or the fresh flavor, right? And but the, the fonts are different, right? The the marketing, the imagery, right? Even the, I mean, the fucking fonts. Right. If you want to do men and women, what font are you going to use? What colors are you going to use? The men and women are going to, it's like, you got to, your marketing has to be fucking potent, like you said. So you want to pick a gender and then an age group. Right. So say you want to be men. All right. I like to pick an age range, like a 10, a 10 year age range. Right. Cause it, cause you know, a, a 18 year old, his wants, dreams, and aspirations, things he wants are different than a fucking 50-year-old, right? They're not the yep. same. I would hope the 50-year-old has grown up, and I would hope that the 18-year-old, you know what I'm saying, wants to have some fun before he's a fucking older, older motherfucker, right? <laughs> so they're thinking, they're thinking too differently. So you can't, you can't be everybody. If you're everybody, you're nothing. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, so you, so you, then you pick an age grade, like a 10-year age grade. So who? You got the who. Then what problem do you want to solve for those persons? So it's what? So you got the who, then what, what problem do you want to solve for that person, right? I pick guys who want to get ripped. Night. So it's not, it's not pro, guys want to be pro bodybuilders. Not guys who want to be fucking pro athletes. Not guys who are fucking big and fat and want to lose a ton of weight, right? Now, you know what I'm saying? Not, not, it's like, I'm ignoring all of this. Just guys who want to be ripped. And when I say ripped, trainers don't like words like that, right? But, but they want to be muscular with low body fat. Right. But I use their language. I used to put the customer's language. Like if I was like, I tell my, my, my female clients, I say, you got to use words like tone, even though trainers hate the word, words like tone, because toning is not a real thing. Right. When they mean when they mean tone, when a woman says tone, she wants to be she wants to be curvy with, with low body fat. Like as a trainer, we know that. Right. But you want to use their language. Not not your not your internal jargon. You want to speak the customer's language. Right. So you want. So it's whatever. What, what goal do you want to have? I have guys who, who help people become better athletes. I have a trainer. He did, he did $10,000. He did $7,000 last week. His name is Sebastian, and he's from, uh, he's from Spain. Uh, uh, Sebastian Martinez from Spain. From, um, uh, and, and he teaches dancers. He trains oh, dancers how to, how, to, how, to, how to get in better shape so they can perform better at dancing, like pro dancers. And he made $7,000 last week because there's no competition. You get what I'm saying? There's no competition. So you got you start to edge it out, right? So you got the who, the what, you got who you want to help, what problem you want to solve, and then how you want to solve that problem. So you want to have a secret sauce, like a mechanism. For me, I use a combination of bodybuilding workouts, bodybuilding style workouts, and the ketogenic diet, right? It could be anything, though. Right. It can, I have I have guys who are ve- I have trainers who are vegans. I have trainers who do pale. But you got to have some you got to have your own unique mechanism. Right. Because why are they going to come to you instead of anyone else? And then once you start doing once you have these three things and you and now now you've separated yourself from the, the fucking hundreds of thousands of potentially millions of people who are trainers online. Right. Now you're not competing with every asshole with trainer in his bio. Like they'll say it's too much competition. Well, there is. That's why you got to separate yourself. If you get the, if you really nail the who, the what, and the how, right, then now you're not competing with anybody. And the beauty of that is once you, once you say, once you're really talking to this particular person, the person who wants to 
uh, that kind of person who wants that kind of result with that sort of me mechanism, when you're talking directly to him, you stand out to him. And when he sees you, he, he or he, he or she sees you, it's like, yo, you're talking to me, right? It's like if you're in a crowd, someone says, yo, Mikhail, like you hear a bunch of shit, but you hear your name, you pay attention. It's like, that's what you're like. It's like you're saying the name, you're calling out that person and they'll start gravitating to you. You know, that's a, that's that RES. Those of you that are listening. Uh, yeah. So, so those of you that, 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 that are trainers or want to be aspire, uh, or aspiring trainers, uh, we're going to pop a link down below. Brandon, real quick, how do, how do they scope your program out? How do they apply? Th those are those of you guys that are listening that are interested. It's invite only. You can't just buy it on the site. How about you? You can go my, hit me up on Instagram. My, my, there's a link. Oh. You can hit the link in my bio and if you want to find out more information. But then you're going to have to get on a call with me or, or someone from my team and see if you're a good fit. Because we, we don't just work with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be serious. Um, you don't have to have a lot of experience. You don't have to have a website. You don't have to have, you don't even have to be certified. You, you don't have to have a big following. You do have to have heart. You have to be serious. And, and we, we, we won't know that unless we talk to you. You know what I'm oh, saying? That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. I fuck with that. And those of you that are not trainers that are thinking, how is this relevant to me? You need to wake up because this applies everywhere. Yeah, I can, I can teach the same shit to any business, but like, but even me, it's like, even I have to do it. Like, I'm only focusing on trainers who want to build. Yeah, all yeah but, but still the principles apply. You know, I find this a lot where uh, the competitive advantage, I want to talk about innovation and competitive advantage. Mm -hmm. um, the, the, the competitive advantage is in the synergy between various points. So you'll go, you'll read a book about history, right? I just read um, Genghis Khan. Yo, that's my, that's my man. Yeah, that's a dope book. And you know, you know what he did well? He, uh, he had a unique way he approached uh, cultural integration. So religious integration, which if you look at the history of humanity has been one of the, the greatest conflict points of all time. He actually had a situation where he had uh, all of the world religions in a single city, and they were all able to exercise their religions relatively peacefully. Now, the average person listening to this might not think that's such a big deal. That's, a, that's, that's innovative. That's yeah. saying... You might be Muslim, you might be Christian, you might be Hebrew. That's okay. We accept you. And um, yeah, so that's, that's uh, innovating cultural change. What, what you're doing is you're innovating the business model of being a, uh, a personal trainer. So, you know, we, we could talk about global shifts here for a moment. What, where do you see business going? It doesn't have to necessarily be training business, but just business in general. You know, I've got, I've got my ideas on it. But my belief is that the competitive advantage for those of you that are like, oh, well, okay, cool. I get it. Make the niche, whatever. And then you're, you're, you're going to go back to watching Netflix. Well, don't second guess why your life's not that great then at the end of the day, right? But if you're going, hey, you know what? I think Brandon said, I'm actually, I don't know my avatar well enough. I might do financial services. I might do marketing. I might do whatever you have it. If you can't speak to an individual on the other side, you don't have that competitive advantage. So the competitive advantage is number one and the emotional connection. And you're fucking great at that shit. Hella good. Hella good, man. Whether that's with me or with uh, audiences online, it's always like you want to be there. You want to be there in person. And yeah, you've got the, the triggers and the status symbols and all that, but there's something else there. There's a high energy that there's, yo, this dude gives a fuck. And that's important. That's hella important. So, um, and I think with this, uh, you know, AI culture we're in, that's going to get more automated. So that's one. Two is the synergy between events. If you're just list, uh, reading things and texts that are relevant to your industry, you're fucking up because the person next to you and next to you and next to you, you're all reading the same text. Go read something different. Go outside the box. Go explore and then synergize those points with your thing. And then the, the third one is innovation. That's being able to be clairvoyant 
which I call being able to see the future. And I believe that you, you raise your vibration to a high enough level where you can actually see forward mm. into the future. Um, and this is not like an esoteric thing. You know, there's a difference between bullshit visualization and rational deduction. So from a rational deduction standpoint, where do you feel business is going and how can the people that are listening to this podcast apply that in their own life? And then we're going to do a fun little mini exercise here. I think what's happening and it's been happening for a long time is, is, it's like, it's, and what you can take advantage of is, is, is things are going to be hyper specialized like hyper specialization. So basically, like for example, if 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 I go on YouTube right now, I'm gonna see a different version of YouTube than Mikhail's gonna see. Right? In fact, if I look at what he uh, he sees on YouTube, I will have an insight into his fucking mind. Yeah. Right? I would know a lot. Tra- you have trauma, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's so like but what, what, what these companies are doing and you know, it's like, and, and I have friends who are executives at like big companies, you know, like um, not even just like the, the fame companies or like the big, the big tech companies, like all of them are doing like Macy's is doing this shit, right? Like, you know, it, it's, it's, you're seeing online, some, it's curated to you, right? Now you kind of, like you uh, unconsciously, you program, you program these, these, um, the, the algorithms to show you what you want to see. Like they're trying to find, they're trying to keep you captivated, right? Yep. So it's hyper specialization. For you to be seen, you have to be highly specialized. If you want to be seen by, the, by your target market, if you're bland, if you're just everything, then it's like the algorithms will have no incentive to show you to someone. Yep. You, you know what I'm saying? They'll have no, because you, you, you don't stand out, right? Like, like if, if, if you, if I go on YouTube right now, you, I'm just going to be, I, I promise you, it's going to sell a bunch of shit about making money, investment stocks, because that's the kind yep. of shit I've been into lately, right? You know, and once my, 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 I had a video director, my old, my video editor who used to work in my office, and I went, I, I, I went on his computer and I was on YouTube because I had to do something. And the version of YouTube, he was the Asian dude named Johnny. I swear, I'm not joking. He was like one of the fashionable agents. He's, he has a, a, a fashion channel. It was all fashion and sushi. I mean, that, that's not a racist joke. That really happened. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that really happened. But I got, I got into, I got, I got, I got a little insight into his mind, right? So like somebody making a fucking, so like somebody wanted to get Johnny as a client, they had, they come up with some sushi fashion shit, right? Like or Asian dope. culture and fashion, that, right? That's and that, that's, so you can manipulate the algorithms. To, to put you in front of people. I think that's, that's, for, 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 that's what it means for us as marketers, is manipulating the al- algorithms so we can take advantage of the fact that the algorithms are, are doing hyper-specialization. When people tell me that, oh, the algorithm's fucked up, you don't get any reach, you don't get any reach. Nah, that's because you fucking boring, you bland, you know, like, <laughs> you're not standing out. Like if you was given, if you was given, if you was, if you was standing out, if your shit was potent, it would be in front, not only would it be in front of people, it would be in front of the right people instead of just in front of everybody. But if your shit is just, blah, you know, yep. and you're not McDonald's. McDonald's can afford to like mass market because they got, they, they got like hundred million dollar marketing budgets or, or more. I don't know. Right. Yep. Um, but yo, yo, I fuck that, fuck that bracelet, by the way. Y'all oh. can't see. Brandon's got a dope ad. I, I, I just linked up with some dude who's got, who's got something kind of similar. You probably know who, who I'm talking about. That's yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, well, that, that's that fresh shit. Yeah, well, you know what like, you know what he, 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 got me, he, he got me to hook up, you know what I'm saying? That's the shit. That's the shit. I fuck with that, man. Yeah, that's, yeah. So it's like, 
That's it's, dope. And, and what that means on a, on a, on a, on a, on a small level for us, cause we're not these big companies. If they're doing it, yo, you got to do it too, man. Like that's the wave. Like if I, if, if I go on Amazon, I'm going to see a different version of Amazon than Mikhail. Let me see. Yep. It's going to be You got to specialize. It's, it, you got to specialize, man. All right. Let me, let, me t- let me, let me, let me, let me, let me tell you this tip I'm on and I want to do a little exercise. It'll be my first podcast trying to do this little one minute exercise thing. But my, my tip right now is, you know, I'm obsessed with like, what's going to happen 300 years after I die and shit. So I'm trying to, really? I'm, I'm researching like Ben Franklin, like anybody who is still remembered. So if you rewind back at least 300 to a thousand years plus, and they're still remembered, I'm going through, I'm dissecting. So all my stuff is this like, crazy like you know ben franklin like like (laughs) research or like you know uh, the genghis khan book or like alexander the great it literally looks like it's it's dope dude i had a girl over she's like are you a sociopath i'm like no dang this is just my recent history what's wrong girl (laughs) she's like nah it's cool i'm like what (laughs) like yeah i don't give a fuck (laughs) so that was i'd I'd be like listen listen I think so. I don't know. But, is that, but, you, but that's kind of exciting, isn't it? You no, it's a shit. It's, I, I, think it's dope. <laughs> I think it's dope. Well, I, I, my belief is like help the willing, right? Help the willing. Uh, and this is a separate topic. I don't want to get too off track here. But I think, um, I think you're a hardcore empath. I think I'm a hardcore empath. And I think to survive in business, you got to tap into your more primal amygdala mind, the more like reptile brain and go, how do I get upward momentum fast? And sometimes... Emotions ain't that useful for that. You might think they are, but they're not. That's why you're like, I'm on pro workout. I'm rocking the shit. You know how to manipulate your body in order to get your mind to follow. And it's a two-way street, right? Yeah. So we can, we can talk. We can, that's uh, why I'm standing, bro. Dude, that's the shit. I should have done this one standing. I'm money, having money, a shift. Money, motion, motion creates emotion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm that's having a I shift thought. in my chair. I'm like doing jujitsu over here on a chair. Shit's crazy. I'm fucking right, so, sweating, bro. Oh, shit. All right, let's do this quick exercise. So I want to play around with this. This is new shit. So I want to do a minute. And I'm just going to give you a topic. We're going to do three topics and you're just going to talk. You're going to talk at them. You, okay, cool. you, you know what I mean? So, so you talked a lot about um, innovation being potent. So I want to talk about potency, vitality, how to stay young. Boom. Mm-hmm. Potency, vitality, how to stay young. Well, you got to keep your body active, first of all, right? Like, you know, like, we, like I said, uh, Tony Robbins said, motion creates emotion. Right, how you use your body is how is your body. Yeah, how you use your body will it will literally affect your mind. Not only will it affect your mind, it affect your 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 actually your hormones. Like when people stand in the triumphant zone, the studies show their testosterone levels raise, their cortisol levels drop. Right, so you have to be able to control your body, stay in great shape, or stay in great shape. Because if you control your body, then you can your body controls your mind to a certain extent. And if you control your mind, now you can control the minds of others. Right, you can keep that energy high. If you can't do that. If you can't control yourself, how you? If you can't control yourself, how are you going to control outside circumstances? How are you going to affect change in other people or, or in, uh, uh, other things or in a business? You start all starts with you, and I think it starts with your body first. You know, oh, I think fuck with that. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. So, so that's an interesting one, right? That's that's me going and and picking out snippets. So I, I, that's a marketing tactic I'm playing around with. It's like mm-hmm. if I do, boom, Brandon Carter on this shit, on this shit, boom, every time. So fucking social leverage, social. That's what's up. That's what's up. We'll, like we'll, we'll do two more. We'll do two more before we get into the second one, real quick. Um, when do you think you're gonna hit your prime, dude? When do you see your prime being? It depends on what you what you mean by prime. Just, just as a man, just like yo, as I'm, a man. Yeah. I mean, if, if we're talking about physical prime, I'm probably in decline. 
Like, to be, to be straight up. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to stretch it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, overall. I don't mean physical. I mean, in general, like, life. Like, your oh, relationship I, to life. Yeah. If I had to guess mid to late 40s, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know then like I think 55. I think for you, 55. I like that. What gives you, what gives you that impression? You know, you, you know what? All right, I got this theory. All right, when I'm old, I want to be able to just holler at chicks. I want to be so old that I can just go into Starbucks and just holler at chicks way too young for me and nobody can do anything because I'm just that grandpa. You know, mm-hmm. you're like, damn, girl, them yoga hey, and, and, and then I want to have my kid and, you know, my grandkids there and they're like, grandpa, you got to calm down. Ah, don't tell me to calm down, you old fuckers. <laughs> you know, so, so I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that like late dementia stage, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where it's like people think you're crazy, but you're just fucking with them. Um, yeah. so, so here's what I think. I think here's why I say 55, all right? Your 40s, I think, are going to be the most profitable time. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And then I think at 55, what's going to happen is your your body's going to be probably actually exponentially better. So I think what's going to happen with you over the next 15, 20 years is because you took such good care of your body, you're actually going to have exponential results by comparison to everybody else in that age group. Oh, yeah. I'll stand out. even, Even at 55, somebody who's 43 probably... W- won't even be on par. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so people think I've taken, I've, I've taken like, um, like I get accused of taking uh, PDs a lot and I, and I never have, but uh, I will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't get it fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, like once I get older, all, all, all bets are off. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to extend, extend this run. I look at The Rock. He's 10 years older than me. So I, I'm looking at him as a gauge. I'm like, all right, when this motherfucker starts falling off, I know right. I got he's, he's still good, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm looking at him. When he starts falling off, I, I got 10 years left. Isn't he <laughs> the top grossing guy on IG? Didn't he beat out Ky- the, the Jenner girl? He beat out everyone. He's the number one movie star in the world. Like, he's, he's like one of the, he's, he's, I think he, he's bigger than Will Smith now. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, I, think he, I think he's the biggest movie star on earth right now, you know? And he's, you know, got a ton of money that's the shit that's the shit so that's why i say i i think we all as men we always think there's more risk profile there i remember in my 20s i'm like oh man i'm gonna be 30 i'm like it's fucking over and i think when we think about ourselves we always think it's going to be sooner so i'm going to say 53 to 57 somewhere in there you're you're gonna you're gonna be look around and you're gonna be like in just some awesome ass situation just like not even a one time just like in general like the consistency of the situation is going to be so dope that you're going to really enjoy it all right number number two for this one minute thing how to get shredded just if you Mm. only had a minute all right how to get shredded no it's it's, it's actually we we can look at it the the main thing you have to do is you have to burn more calories than you consume right and there's two ways to do that one you can actually like try to burn the calories with exercise and, and running cardio and all, and all of that. Or what I think is easier is focusing on your diet, right? Is it because, for example, the, if you run a mile, the average person running a mile, they burn, they burn about 100 calories, right, on, on average, right? But, this, but if I eat a handful of almonds, right, there's more than 100 calories in that, like a banana, you know, so it's like if I eat a banana after all, it's like I did nothing. It's like I'm, I'm, at, I'm at baseline, right? So if you, but you can, it's easier to just eat less than it is to try to burn more. And it's, it doesn't matter how you do it, keto, paleo, whatever. Just make sure you're burning more calories you consume. And then you'll, you'll lose weight. Now, I choose to do keto because if I got to cut something, I'm going to cut the unnecessary, which is the carbohydrates. But that's me. Boom. I fuck yeah. with that. I fuck with that. All right. And then last one, I'm not going to set a timer on this shit. Mm. 
so if we were to rewind back to that version of you that's that's in Chicago, you're hustling mm. and you had it and you that ran dude, that dude was a beast, man. Like don't sleep on him. Yeah, but you run into yourself as your current version. You're on the street, Ooh. you run into that dude walking, you got it, you got about a minute. I'm not gonna time this one. What mm. what do you, what do you what do you tell that dude? What do you tell that dude? You know, it doesn't matter what I tell him. He's not going to listen. <laughs> He's going to like, yo, shut your old ass up, man. I know what I'm doing. I got this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, and um, especially, dude, he's feeling like I probably had like a ton of money on, on me. I would, like, I wouldn't walk around with less than $500, right? Um, <laughs> it was like, it was, uh, even now I started to keep a lot of money on me when I walk around. And the, and the reason being, is, it's just like an energy thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. if you've got money, it's like it's easier to get money you know if, if money's like oxygen like when you yeah. don't have it it's like it's all you can think about yeah you know what I'm it's like all you think of. so like i always wanted to go i got money i got money i would always keep like mad money on me i don't keep that much cash on me now but you know I, you probably never see me without a hundred dollars on me even if i don't spend it just just cuz right and now i got diamonds and shit too but it's like there's more signs of wealth around me yep. right and um if you look at this room there's like money everywhere Right here, this money, this is the money room. I have a carpet with a hundred dollar bill, and I have one in my bedroom too. Above the bathroom, I have uh, a big thing that says "Money Never Sees." A dollar bill. I got when I when I'm peeing in front of me. There's like there's like a painting of a hundred dollar bill. It's like I just I because it's, it's RAS. Yeah. Right. It's R. It's R. I just didn't know the means back then. I just didn't know the means, and I probably would have told. I probably wouldn't have told him shit, man. Hmm. Honestly, because a lot of the shit I went through was helpful now. Like shit I learned in the streets was real. I learned more about business in the streets than I did in business school. True. Like I learned more about business in the streets than I did in business school because one, it was like real, the circumstances were more dire. You know, if you make a bad business deal, you lose some money, cool, but you fuck around losing your life. You know what I'm saying? You know, like it, it, it was, or you, or go to prison forever. You know what I'm saying? And, and, I just learned a lot. I learned a lot, like, you know, about the, the things that I, I, I see that people miss. Just have a, a just have a college education. Now, that's not me shitting on college. I know a lot of people in the entrepreneur space, they want to shit on college. I fucking love college. It was fucking incredible. I, I, I am at a loss for words as to why kids don't want to go. Right, you know what I'm saying? I know it's a lot of money, it's a lot of debt. Yo, it is worth it, bro. If nothing else, just for the fun. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just, just for, you will never be in a situation where you're around that many hot young girls again in life, right? You will never be around. You never. Isn't it? There's no. There's no life circumstances outside of college where you'll be in a in a in a, in a in an environment with that many hot young girls. You're fucking living with them. What do you think is gonna happen? If you got. You know what I'm saying? You know, like it, it, there was a time I was having sex with like three girls a day at one point. Good time. Like on, on some wild shit. Like the girl, the girl who spent the night or whose place I spent that. I fuck her in the morning. Fuck another girl around lunch and then spend the night or have another bitch standing there. Like, yo, it was like, bro, it was lit. It was fucking amazing. I got all C's, but I didn't care because I wasn't on <laughs> I didn't want to have like, I wasn't trying to go to higher education. So I was just trying to get out of there. And, you know, and I was doing internships where I was learning, you know, I learned what I needed to learn, but I wasn't like applying myself because I just wanted to get out. It was awesome. Anyway, but I, but I definitely learned more applicable knowledge in the streets. I fuck with that. Yeah. All right. Now to close out, close out, close out. Quick, couple quick, quick little quick fires. All right. What's your earliest memory? Ever. My earliest memory is going to the first day of uh, first day of preschool. 
I was crawling. Uh, I was, my mom was ironing something, and I I, 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 I was old enough to walk, but I was crawling with like some toy. I was crawling because you know sometimes you got to get low, right? And then I'm, I'm crawling, and then I remember saying, "You're going to preschool today." I'm like, the "Fuck is preschool?" <laughs> like, like you just dropped me off with these people one day. Like I had, like I wasn't. I had no warning. <laughs> That's my earliest memory. Word, word. It was wild. You got mad, mad the kid. You're going to preschool today. You just get dropped off with some motherfuckers you've never seen before. Like Bro. that was an interesting experience. That's some shit. That's some <laughs> fucking shit, man. Shit. Morning ritual. If you could only have three things, I wake up. Uh, I wake up early, and the first thing I do is also first number one is I meditate for 15 minutes. All right. I have bipolar. Bipolar two. New shit, right? So like, I can't. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't take. I don't take any medication for it or anything. Uh, I just like med- meditation is one of the things I yeah. do. Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily for me and my bipolar. It's to keep the public safe. Because <laughs> if <laughs> I go off the deep end, it's gonna yeah. be a problem for everyone, right? Yeah. So it's me, just stay cool, stay cool, and keeps me keeps me calm, keeps me more so. And what one thing I noticed, man, it's like I don't be tripping, and I think it's like. Um, I don't be tripping. It's the meditation. I meditate twice a day for 15 minutes. There's a great book called Stressless. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, hell yeah. That's a great yeah, one. Em- yeah, Emily, man. I interviewed Emily back when I had a podcast with Connor Murphy. And um, yeah, we were, so I'm cool with her. But yo, like, I'm so, like, I see people tripping over shit. Ah, oh, the mask. Uh, Republicans, Democrats, left, right. You know what I'm saying? And like, yo, I'm not tripping off none of that shit. I don't give a fuck. Like, I see like some smart people, friends of mine, tripping over the mask shit. And I'm like, yo, I made a million dollars since the lockdown, and I would did that with or without a mask on. I don't trip about. I don't care about. I, one thing I'm, I've decided, uh, I, I made. If it don't affect, can I, if it, there's mostly guys listening to this. Fucking, I don't care. Yeah, it's if it don't. But if it doesn't it don't affect how much money I get or how much pussy I get, then I don't trip about it. Yeah, that's that's my key. Like I, I just don't trip about it. If it don't affect how much, if it don't affect, the, affect my sex life or my or my financial status, I don't I don't trip about it. And that's anything. Here here's my belief on this because I'm up? seeing this. I, every it's easy to be all strong and shit when everything's fucking going good. It's when shit hits the fan. You know, I keep a bulletproof vest, a bulletproof helmet, a twelve gauge, a nine millimeter. And an AR-15, and I'm in California. People, don't, you know, what I mean, this, this ain't Texas. This is California. Yeah. So, so boom. And I believe there's something dangerous about handing the keys to your life over to any sort of external, uh, whether that's a person or a circumstance. As soon as you've done that, you're 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 fucked. You're you you just fucked yourself. So yeah, I, I I'm with you on that 100. Uh, percent Not even your life, just your your emotions, right? Like, would I, would I, do I really yeah. want the government to be in charge of my emotions? Do I want some guys on the fucking internet? It's not even worth the discussion. Yeah. It's not even worth the discussion. That's, that's how I feel about it. So, okay, number one, meditation. Yeah, it's meditation. really important because it helps me keep grounded. Like, it's, it's, it's the reason I don't trip. Yeah, so you don't tackle people and shit. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm cool, man. Oh, yeah, y'all, y'all tripping off that? That's cool, man. I'm going to go over here. You know what I'm saying? I'm going right, to go right. over here this money and some pussy. So that's one. Um, meditation. What's two? Meditation. Uh, I, like to, I like to train in the morning, man. All right. I like, I like, I like to train in the morning. Uh, cause, but I, I train while I'm listening to some sort of audio book, right? right. So there's something about the morning setting the tone, yep. setting the tone, getting your energy right, you know, getting your energy right, getting, and you know, I might, I might listen to motivation. It's whatever I feel like. It might be a podcast. 
is however it's really based off how I feel, right? Yeah. Um, and but I'm usually listening to some motivational stuff or like a, a, a book that's like not like hard skills in the morning, more like more like soft skills, like like um like for a long time I listened to uh, every morning I listened to a book called Relentless. Oh, that was hell, yeah. I read a million dollars by Tim Grover. I have Relentless yeah. tattoo. That book really. Oh, that's dope. That's on my top 10 list of books, you know, no, that, that book, that book's genius. Um, Ray Dalio's principles, really good. Um, we'll, we'll talk books in a second and then, and then we'll go. Okay. So one meditate two is exercise plus knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. What's it's, three. It's, it's, I'm working out my brain too. It's like, I'm setting really what I'm doing. It's not even about the exercise. It's about setting the tone for my day. Like Work. I want I, I get energy, getting my energy right. And like the movement's a big part of that. And you get the endorphins going and you get, you kind of wake up, you know, I wake up super early. So it's like, I gotta get, yeah. I gotta get going. I gotta, yo, I, gotta, I, I, gotta I, get I hate it when I wake up and the sun's already up, man. Piss me off. Oh man, yo, nothing's <laughs> beating me, including the sun. <laughs> <laughs> That's that shit. That's that shit. What's three? What's three? If, if you, and then the third thing, morning the, the ritual. Third, the yeah. third thing, man, I, I got this visualization exercise, man. Um, All right. I can share it with you if you want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, uh, let's do it. it it's, uh, I, I don't know if I've ever shared this publicly. I call it epic meditation. So it's like, <laughs> I, I, what I do is I, I, I play like some like triumphant sounding instrumentals, right? Oh, and yeah. then I, I have like a, uh, almost like an affirmation. I don't want to say what mine is, right? But yeah. I have an affirmation. And I'll repeat that out loud. And I'll, I'll, I'll walk around. I like to do it outside. I have a, you know, I live in, I live in a penthouse, man. Yeah. So I'll walk around in circles, you know what I'm saying? Listening to this shit, blasting it. This epic sound and shit, like, like, in, like, like the climax of a movie sound and shit. Repeating my mantra. Repeating my, my affirmation. At the same time, visualizing. But I, I walk like fast. For the same time, visualizing what I want. The outcome. Right? And I call it epic, so it's like I'm, I'm like listening to this shit, and I'm saying this shit over, and I'm, and I'm visualizing. And yo, I'm yo. I said one of them, man. I don't even want to say. I said one of them. Yo, that shit. I, I was saying it for like over a year. I am living that now. I swear to God. I don't know. I don't believe that the law of attraction, as in like it's magic, right? Well, I do believe in like the RAS, right? What you mentioned before, the reticular yep. activation system. I think if you if you keep it if you keep an idea in the front of your mind, right, you will start to see it and you will start to see pathways to accomplish it. It's kind of like if I said the word red, right? Like the red, all right, guys, if you listen to this, look around, how much red is in your room right now, in your surroundings that maybe you didn't notice before because you can't notice everything. So if you're not, so if you're not thinking about your goal 100% of the time, like, like you want to program your mind to always be looking at the goal. Right. And you, you'll start seeing paths to get it. Right. So and but but to really Im impact something into your subconscious mind, you got to use your, your all your facility, your faculties. So just sitting down, visualizing that ain't never worked for me when I started this shit and I'm moving my body. Right. So now I got I got physiology. I got the sound. I'm saying I'm saying the, I'm saying the actual um, affirmation and I'm listening to music. It's like pumping up my state. Right. So now my state is at crazy high levels. Right, is at crazy high levels during this time, and I do this shit for like fifteen minutes every morning. It's like after a while, it's like you'll start to see that shit, man. You'll start to see different paths because you can't help when when you have that emotion when you mix an affirmation or like a visualization with emotion. That's that's how you get it into your subconscious mind, right? And that's if you don't, 
Yeah, and if you don't do that, though, your mind has, we have a tendency to focus on the negative, yeah. right? Like, unless, unless you deliberately crowd out the negative with, with yeah. positive, right? Or with what you want. Or it doesn't know. And that's scary to me. When I talk to people and, they're, and I'm like, what do you want to do with your life? And I'm like, I don't know. That freaks me the fuck out. I get tripped out, man. People. I stay away from them. I get people. tripped You might try to help them. I just, I just stay no, away from them. No, hell no. Hell no. I'm like, I'm like, whoa. They're drifters, man. They're it's drifters. a trip. It's a trip. It's a, la- it's a lack of, it's a lack, I call it vector theory. The reason why the earth, the reason why we don't fly off the fucking earth is because of gravity. Because there's a big mass that's moving in a particular direction that creates a vector. And we move with it. So, so life is the same way. So you become a planet. When you're doing that priming, you're becoming a planet. You're, you're using laws of physics. You're using laws of gravity to become more potent and more dense. Mm-hmm. And in turn, that allows people to follow you better, allows you to be a bit better leader, allows you to be more on track and make sure that when obstacles come in your way, they don't throw you off track. So that's that shit. I fuck yeah. with that. I don't know how to help somebody like that who doesn't know. Like, honestly, like it, maybe someone that, that you got to go see someone else. Right. Because yeah. I'm, I'm going to like the minute you tell me that I'm stay away from you forever because like um, because Dude, I, I used to try and help. I used to be like, well, blah, blah, blah. No, go figure it out. Yo, figure it, it out. Yo, yo, listen, if you don't go have a definite, if you don't have a definite purpose, if you're not on a mission, fuck the fucking negative energy or, the, you know, what I'm saying fucked. it will, will, will impact you. Neg- negativity will, 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 will take its place. You ever watch Joe Rogan's podcast? You ever watch this shit? Yeah. 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 So you know, you know how sometimes Joe be talking to a guest and, and I guess that's something that's so crazy. Joe like has to look away to visualize it. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. I'm like, yo, that's you crazy. I just heard whatever <laughs> someone tells me that I just hear like, oh, I got to stay away from this person. Yeah, because, yo, his, his life is going to be chaotic. His yep. life is going to be chaotic because if you, if you're not crowded, if you, if you don't deliberately crowd your mind and your experience with positivity, then you let in room for negativity. Like something's going to feel it. Like good shit don't just happen. 100%. Bad shit just happens. Like honestly, like left, left to anything you, anything you ignore, well, bad shit will happen to it. Literally anything. Like I have, a, I have a two-year-old son. If I don't feed this motherfucker, he will die. Right? Like it's like, and it's just like your, your goal or your life. Like anything you ignore, bad shit will happen to it. And if you're around someone where bad shit is happening to you, that's going to impact you in a negative way. Holy man. I believe there's something energetic, man. You're seeing this crazy global thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself and people I know are, are we're, we're sliding through. In fact, we're doing better. So what, what is it about that? Oh, it's, 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 you choose what you focus on. You choose, right? So that's why I love podcasts like this, man, breaking shit down. Like just that one, two, three process is so huge, right? Wake up. It's kind of like clear and calm your mind, right? Meditation, boom. Then prime your mind and your body. Exercise in every way. And then set your objective and then make it real. Make it physical in your body because uh, another good example of RAS that Brandon mentioned is uh, you ever get a car, you ever buy like a BMW or Mercedes or some shit and then you start seeing that car everywhere. It's almost like that's the only car you notice. That's a perfect example of that. So, so what if the same way that that happened with cars, that happened with goals? How much could you get done? Exactly. That, that's that shit. You start that's seeing, like you didn't attract those cars. It ain't some law, of, it ain't that law of attraction magic shit. You just noticed it. They was there before. You didn't notice it because you wasn't focused on it, right? Oh, when you were buying that car, you were so focused on it. Back you were in it. You live in that shit, right? And now you see it everywhere because it's, it's, it's top of mind. So you got to keep your goals top of mind. And then you'll start seeing different avenues. Like even when bad shit happens, you'll find a way to use it. I think that's why we're thriving. You'll yep. find a way to use that 
like to to your advantage. So I'm just like, what? That's why you never hear me complaining. You've never seen me complain about anything nope. online, right? Because everything is going to be good for me. Yep. Literally, everything that happens is going to be good for me. I'm going to find a way to make to make that shit good. Because you'll make it good. Bad is a personal label. Bad, people label things as bad. If, um, you, you know, I had a I had a, I was on a podcast. I had a real personal. Uh, conversation. Somebody else was interviewing me, so I, I was I wasn't the host. I was the uh, the interviewee in that one. And they're like, "Well, how You're do you good host, with- man? You're doing great. You're doing great, Thanks, man. Thanks, man. I'm yeah. ro- we're rocking it. We're rocking. I know it's been I, I know it's, we've been going for a minute. We'll, we'll we'll try and wrap it up here. It's all I good, think- man. I've been on a lot of these, man. And you're doing great. Uh, well, it's like uh, everybody wants to ask the same fucking questions. You know, like tell us this, tell us that, and that's cool. I always try and go above and beyond. And uh, in that particular one, to relate to this. You know, the example I use is what if one of my close family members died? Mm. Would I mourn that death? And the answer is no, I would not. I would celebrate. I would celebrate because my belief is everything happens exactly the way it's supposed to. You can't change reality in the past. You can only change it in the future and in the present. And so uh, people will give away the keys to their life to whatever shit they want to. And then that's just an excuse for them to not drive their own car. So so props to that shit, man, because once um, you remove the labels and you go, this thing happened. It happened out there in the world. Am I really truly changed? I can choose the reaction. I can yeah. choose the reaction so and I'm going to make it positive. I'm going to make it positive. You can only control yourself and, and in your minds and, and you can only, you can't control other people. I mean, eh. well, you can't, well, no, no, you, you fully you can, can. You can, I, but I, you, 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 like, you 100% you can. depend on it. You, you 100% can, and you can do it in mass, and you can do it with global psychology. You can. But, if, you can. But, guess, but guess what? Guess what? The only way you can do that is if you control yourself first. You got to control yourself first. You know, true, but true, other, true. People, are, people are going to do shit that you don't like. Bro, they, they, how, they, how are you getting more shredded during this podcast, dude? This dude's fucking like <laughs> jumping up around. This dude's burned more calories than I burned at the gym this morning or during this podcast, dude. I, I'm, I'm amazed you don't just, just do these at the gym, bro. Motion, motion creates emotion. Yes. <laughs> it's the shit. It's the shit. All right, all right. Couple more. Couple more. Real quick. Guilty pleasure. What's that thing you do? You know, you're not really supposed to do it like by protocol, but you're like, I'm gonna do that shit anyway. Uh, you know, vaping. All right. I, I started smoking cigarettes when I was 14. You know, South South Chicago gangsta yep. shit. You know, and um, and you know, uh, I, I was, you know, I'm just addicted to nicotine. So now I, I, I have a jewel, and um, I have no interest in quitting. You know what I'm saying? Like I have no interest in quitting. <laughs> like it's like you know, it would take too much discipline to to quit. And you you have a finite amount of discipline. So right now I'm so focused on my goals. That's something I if if I decide I want to tackle it, I'll tackle it. One at, day. That, at that appropriate time, I fuck yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, right now, I, I, I think, man, fuck it. You know I fuck man? with that. So, so, so you got that relentless tattoo. You showed us that one. Uh, what's the story behind one more? If you want to share that, if you got one, one more tattoo story, I, I, you know, I got this one right. It's like every man, people always judge like you got tattoos. Why are you all tatted up? It's like because it's a memory. I will never forget what every single. It's a it's a way to make a principle permanent. Yeah, you, this one is the only one that means something to me. The other ones are just decoration. I'm going to be honest with you. That's dope. But even that's like, a philosophy, though. Even that's a philosophy to life. Yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't believe everything has... See, you said you believe everything happens for a reason. I don't. No, no, that's not what I said. Oh. I said oh. everything happens exactly the way it's supposed to. Supposed to. That's yeah. I, I, I don't know if I believe that, but I do, but I do believe that every, I can make any situation work to my benefit. Yeah, maybe that's a, just a, 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 a different way of saying what you Yeah, that is a different way of saying it. Yeah, it's a shit. It's a shit. Said, everything happens for a reason. Like, like girls say that dumb shit all the time to me, right? And um, 
And I was like, no, man, sometimes shit just fucked up. I think that's my thing about conspiracy theories. You know, like when people, people really want there to be a reason behind something. Instead of so just let, saying, so let, me, let me clarify sometimes this real shit is just fucked up. So let me clarify. The, I don't mean that. I, what I mean is everything happens exactly the way it's supposed to. So let's say um, 9-11. All right, I'll just use that one. It happened. You can't unhappen it. It happened. Therefore, it was supposed to happen. Period. I get what you're saying. This is like a deeper, it's a deeper, it's a deeper, you're thinking about it deeper than me. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't rewind reality, right? So you have to either, you can either resist it or accept it. Yeah. You got two options. You can resist it and then it becomes a trauma trigger permanently, or you can accept it and then you can actually act with it. Right. It's like, um, it's like somebody doesn't want to show up to the gym. You know, there's no incentive you can give them. They just don't want to show up and their life's going to be shit. So it's that, it's that same type of thing of acceptance of reality, where you are owning where you are and owning every single a touch point that you have as a human being because you're powerful humans are fucking powerful man the touch points dude you saw me fucking i didn't know how to fucking make art dude i learned how to make these paintings in a month oh, this, dude, this is a dope man like it's honestly sick. man i'm just a dope man it's it was fire, like, dude. those are your first ones dude that's my first one bro i'm gonna fucking make huge ones i'm gonna fucking that's that's, that's insane you that's know? my in for art basil dude i want to be in miami but i want to be there as an artist so that I'm not, I'm not, I'm getting all the little, I want the little, you know, the, the insider experience. Oh, well, cause I, man, I, our basil sick. I know what you try to do. You want to be the dude at our basil. So when all the girls come out about it, you were one of the artists, right? You know dude, for, and for sure. Got, now dude. you got the status among the chicks. Dude, I got time to fucking. Reason. That's the only reason a man has ever touched a paintbrush. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, I mean, to be fair, I like the idea of having dope art in my crib that I created myself dope. too. I like that. It it's, cool. it's it's it it's a way cool. of power, dude. I had this dream. I had this dream where I was painting fucking Ferraris, and I had the Ferraris on this big machine that you could tilt, and mm -hmm. I was just pouring paint on these Ferraris. So now, what I want to do is I want to get big enough so I can do like a limited run of ten for Ferrari, for Lamborghini, for Aston Martin. <laughs> So that's, that's, that's where my history is at. We'll see if I get there. We'll see if I get there. But I'm putting that out there. That's that intention. All right. So we did a guilty pleasure shit. All right. All right. Intention. If you had intention for the universe, if you could snap your fingers, boom, and the whole world instantly followed some sort of intention or principle or kind of like the world, if you could change the world at the snap of your fingers, what would that world look like? That's, some, that's my last one, by the way. That's the last one. I think that's so important. I know you'd get all the bitches, but, but outside of that. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, so like you said something earlier that, that, that that's like, I, I'm always puzzled when people say it, like, like you, like, like you alluded to wanting to be remembered like hundreds of years from now. You lose it. And, and, and yeah, that's yeah, cool. Like, a lot of people, a lot of people say stuff like that and then they wanna have a legacy. And I don't care, right? Like I don't, I really don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know why, like, I don't know what it is about me. It means nothing to me. Like when I'm when I'm gone, I'm out, man. Fuck with you. Know what I'm saying I don't care. Like I don't care what people think when I'm gone. I don't care what people think now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't give a fuck what no one thinks now. I, I wipe my ass with the opinions of others, right? So it's like, um, it, it, so but but that's cool. I'm not. I'm, it's not a judgment thing. It's just like uh, sometimes I try to process it. Like what? What is it? What yeah, am yeah, I missing? Yeah. Am I missing something? No, that makes you, you could argue that you have a higher probability of achieving that through not caring than I do of. Caring, I, I actually don't care. I'm trying to figure out if I care. I don't give that, a fuck. Right? I'm trying to figure out if like I care. So, I, and I wouldn't change the world. Like, uh, maybe it would be something like, 
that has nothing to do with me, right? You know, um, it would be something like, oh, I don't want kids to get molested ever again or something like that. You know, okay. that that'd be cool, right? Okay. But it's like, but as far as like as things that affect me, I like that most people are fucking losers. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I like. I like that. That 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 I'm that I'm better. That I consider myself like significantly better than the average person. I think most people suck. You know, and um, and I, I like that because it, it gives me. It's the reason. It's one of the reasons why I stand out. You know what I'm saying? It makes me special. I like that working out is hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I, I like. I hate working out, but I do it, man. You know, because all now I did it. Now, now look at me. I'm better than you, right? You know what I'm saying? Not not you, but like the the people. Nah, like I mean, you are better than me, bro. <laughs> you fucking jack, dude. That, that's, that's my moat, <laughs> bro. That's that, 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 that that's a fact. <laughs> that's <laughs> dude, the I, moat I, I around hate, my greatness. You, you know, man. I I I've got this trigger. You, so you've got like um things, right? I, it so triggers me when people are polite, man. I I hate this polite shit. You know, I say all sorts of shit. It's like, nah, dog. You're fucking more ripped than me. Period. Oh, thanks. That's Thank you. That's it. Yeah, you ain't got to be nice about it. It's called. That's called. It, and there's probably nothing I could do with my um with my bone density to ever rival uh your muscular structure. Right. right. And you, you got other skills like like you know you're, you're, no, no, you're no, no, probably no, no. like on average. You ain't gotta be that. You ain't gotta be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making fucking you jack, dude. That's no, 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 we we so, wired society, man, to be such pussies. Yeah, fuck, man. You, know you said I hate this shit. I hate this shit. I want to talk about something, man. Like I want to talk about something real quick. Yeah, yeah. Do you, it. you get triggered, or you you hate this. It's like I don't get triggered at all. I don't hate nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about anything that doesn't affect how much money I get or how much pussy I get. Yeah. So like when someone does something like that, like I I don't. Those are only th- I, I I deliberately chosen. To only care about those things, <laughs> but, but it's related. But it's it's related. You know, it's um. I don't care what anyone else does. In fact, I'm uh, there's a part of me that's happy. That got a little happy when you were triggered by that. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, he's he's caring about other things. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> he's caring about things that doesn't that doesn't relate to his success. That's not true. That's not true. Okay. Here, here's why. Here, here's why. Here's why. I'm gonna connect the dots for you. All right. So if um. If we get to a situation where we say things because you have to compliment sandwich shit, all right? So, so, so you're not the type of person, from what I know, to compliment sandwich shit. So now you're making an exception for me. So now you're making an exception for me. I know, I do. I, I know. Yeah. The truth is I do, man. Like, my, my favorite book of all time is the, uh, is, um, is, uh, is, um, how do we friends influence people? Yeah, yeah, and that's cool. That's cool. But, but that ain't what I'm getting at. You know, um, what I'm getting at is, you shouldn't have to make exceptions. It's, it's like these guys that fucking, they, they'll go out and it's like, I had this the other night. I was out to this nice ass fucking restaurant out here and I'm, I'm just sitting there with this girl and I see this guy come up with, with his girl and his, you can tell his girl like wants a table now, you know? And she's like, I want a table now. Da, da, da. And he's like, okay, baby. And so he's trying to appease the girl. He's trying to appease the guy at the front. And he's gone. He's not even existent in that, in that situation. So I don't get triggered for me. I get triggered because you know what? Number one, I ain't done the work in the gym you've done. So, so why, why are you having to tap into your sense of, of compliment sandwiching because I ain't done the work? That's what triggers me. No, you shouldn't have to. You're, you're, you're ripped. You've done more work in the gym, period, period. There doesn't have to be a, but you know, Mikhail had fucking did. No, fuck that. <laughs> no, you, and I wish more people fucking interacted that way because we spend so much fucking, dude, your, your energy is precious. The fact that you just spent an hour and a half on this podcast, I value that shit. 
Your energy is oh, precious, man. Let's keep that vibe high so that when you boom, when you hop off, you do other shit today. You get other shit done, right? That way it's an energy elevator, not an energy drainer. And uh, I hate when it's, it's like people will take that. Why, why are you having to happen to my energy? Because I ain't done the work. Fuck that. No, fuck that. You fucking done more work in the gym. I ain't done the work. I need to do more work. Why do you hate anything? Why do you I hate anything? Why do you hate I ain't triggered. I ain't, I ain't even triggered by it. It doesn't affect your money, man. Like, that's what, that's what I would, you know, I wouldn't change it because I like the fact that people get, are sitting around caring about shit that doesn't affect their money. Because that's, oh, uh, no, no, no. Don't, get, don't get me wrong. But. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about it like that. But here's how I do care about it. I care about it because then later when I go, yo, fucking, I need feedback on the shit. I need to know that I'm getting accurate information. That's, That's what, so, so, so yeah, I ain't setting no precedence, dude. It's, it's like you let some girl fucking flirt with some other dude or whatever. And then just fucking, fucking no, fuck that. I hate uh, this domino effect. It's dangerous, man. It's the same thing with uh, personal principles. You know, I told my staff, I, I want to see updates like this. The oh yeah. Bull, the the bullets, with your money. That's what, that's what you gotta be stern. The bullets, the bullets on the updates. And this might not think so some people, you know, they put the little circular brackets. Some people put a period. Right, one one period, two period, three period. The other guy puts circular brackets, and I gotta I gotta be like, no, I want them all like this. Why? Because when a client comes in, I can't have uh, Freddie doing it one way one week, and then Billy yeah. doing it a different way next week. The client's gonna be like, what what is wrong with you people? And so um, I'm not gonna have my friends. I consider you uh, a friend uh, mm-hmm. making fucking exceptions. No, Let, let's take that pill of energy and put it back. Unless I think I'm, well, I, 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 I am it. like that. I am like very, I'm, I'm really diplomatic. I, re, I respect that. Dude. I don't think, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think there's enough of that. I think this, this shit with, you know, let's be real. Like the government has massively fucked up this COVID response. They fucked up the economy and nobody's owning shit. There's such a lack of ownership, man. And, uh, and it's fucking gross, dude. It, that does fuck with our money. You know, for me, luckily it's in a good way. Because yeah, everybody, I'm happy, man. I hope I'm they fuck it up more, man. I'm, I hope chilling. They <laughs> I'm chilling, dude. But if we get into a situation where humans can't interact with other humans without some sort of bullshit filter, we're fucked. We're fucked, dude. Because no, no. man, we're never fucked, bro. bro. You you always bro. figure it out. You you, you, you listen. You you will always figure it out, man. You always. Oh, no, I'm fucking. I'm fucking chilling. Yeah. I'm so. To- yeah, man. So, 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 who cares, bro? I'm about to go produce music <laughs> in a big ass studio. I don't give a fuck. Dude. Yeah. So, who cares, man? Like, yeah. honestly, that, that's just how I look. Like, I'm, a, I'm hyper, almost, almost to a maybe a psychopathic way, right? It's like I really don't care about anything else. Like, you know, I care. Okay, I care about my friendships and my my family, right? You know what I'm saying? Those are on the peripherals, right? Because you need that, right? As, as a human being, right? My yep, friendships yep. and um, but. Yeah, it's it's hard for me to get triggered, man. Like, all right, I, I'm, I'm gonna focus yeah. you real quick. Then you you read principles, right, by Ray Dalio? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, what if there's second and third order principles that are outside of the scope of your immediate perception that might affect your business that you are not aware of? Oh no, here's the thing. Something's gonna affect my business. Like, all so right. here's the thing about like, like, like you're you're like there, there's all the next tragedy is around the corner. Yeah, you're saying like so when people are tripping about this, oh my god, it's like oh well, you thought you thought this is gonna be your life is just gonna be a, a unbroken boulevard of green lights? Is that what you thought? You're saying like nah, man, it's like after this, there'll be something else. There was gonna be something during this. We ain't even hurricane season is coming. Those of y'all who live in the in the in the, in the southern Atlantic region, right? It's coming. So now you got natural disasters. They're gonna be t- on top of COVID. Shit's gonna get crazy. You know, this ain't even crazy as been. It's like it's always something. There's always something, and you just gotta ride that, baby. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be smooth through. It's always gonna be something, and things can all. One thing I can learn: one, I was in, I was in jail, 
<laughs> I was in jail. And, and yo, it's, it's like, I was in, in uh, I got arrested for some dumb shit. I was with my boy, Brian. And we were laughing in jail. Like, we were, like, trying to make the best, because best, best, that's just what we do. Whatever situation I find myself in, I'm going to bring some good energy. You know what I'm saying? So we were, like, joking with other inmates and shit. And then, yo, the thing is, it kept getting worse. Like, it kept getting worse. Like, this going dude started screaming about how he needed his medication because he got HIV. And then they took us to another, they took us to Rikers Island and they chained me up next to this motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, shit can keep getting worse. Then we get to Rikers Island and we in the fucking cell with a bunch of motherfuckers and it's late at night. They still haven't given me my phone call. My girl don't know where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? She's thinking God knows what. And they, it just kept getting worse. They started giving us this crate, this awful food. I couldn't sleep. I'm in here with the fucking real criminals. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm like, fuck. And it just, it just kept getting worse. And then I just remembered that, yo, it can always get worse. It can always get worse, and but you gotta ride that. Dude, life you is gotta hell. ride that way, man. Life is like, hell, man. You can't fight it. You gotta be able to like find a way to win, no matter what. Like all that's that's my mind. So find a way to win, no matter life, what happens. Life, life is life is win. good, but I'm also a believer that like you got you know like you gotta train people. I'm sure you have this with um with people you interact with. You got you gotta train people. Like what you uh, tolerate, you enable, right? Yeah. So so with that particular example, for example. That's that's an example. I'm saying, Brandon, I ain't gonna tolerate the sugar coat and shit, Doug. When we first oh, cool, just tell how it is. That's all. It, that's all that is. Now let me ask you a question. What's your dark forest? So what's that goal you have right now that freaks you the fuck out? I like like this is the theory I have. We all live in in the valley of fucking sunshine and shit and the shit that we know, right? We wake up like I know funnels, man. I know fucking money, whatever. Boom, boom, boom. You wake up, you you, you run around your 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 valley of sunshine and in, in the the shit you know. What's that shit? in that dark forest that's off to the side, you look at it and you're like, I gotta go fucking attack that shit at some point, but I know there's wolves in there. I'm gonna fucking kill those wolves and then fight a bear and shit and then get to that goal. What's that goal, you know, whether, whether that's like getting YouTube to a certain point or your business to a certain point or what have you, that, that kind of like, you're like, yo, I hope I hit that. Like it might not scare you, but it, it, it allows you to measure yourself up. What's that for you right now? Mm. Cause you've accomplished a lot already. You know what I think? I, this is part, I never thought about that. You know, the one that's a good question. Like, because what, what I think about more is like, where am I vulnerable? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think about I think about that a lot. Like, where am I vulnerable? What can go wrong? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? How do I how do I defend against it? You know, and and how, how do I set shit up? So I always keep a bunch of cash. You know what I'm saying? I always keep yeah. liquid. Like you said, you got a bunch of guns or I got, I got whatever. Like what can go wrong? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm always thinking about that, you know, and I'm setting up levels, even within my business. You know, what if this person quits or dies, right? Like how do I, what, what, what do I do in that circumstance? Like I'm, I'm always like game planning that kind of shit more, more so, more than, I mean, I'm still trying to move forward, obviously. But I haven't thought about what you said. I'm more thinking about like, the shit that I don't see that may, that can that can damage me, right? You know, yeah. like it might really hurt me. You know, um, I believe like here's a, here's some there's a great book on uh, trading, but it's on like trading, like stock trading, yeah. but it's so applicable to life. Like you should read it and read it as if he's talking about life and not trading. And it's called trading in the zone. And one thing he says over and over again is anything can happen. Like literally, I'm just keep talking, man. Anything can happen, man. <laughs> and you got like seriously, anything can happen. Oh, you got it, yo. Anything can happen. It's like you gotta really like, and I don't mean that in no good way. Like anything can happen. There, oh, there might be a, Ch a Chinese virus. 
that comes in and fucking shuts down the, the world economy. Yeah, yeah, motherfucker. Anything can happen. Why are you surprised? Anything can happen. Like, it can get worse than this. Oh, there's a fucking, uh, some, some fucking guys in a cave blew up uh, the World Trade Center. Yeah, motherfucker, anything can happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to, like, and you got to be prepared for anything happening. Man, we, we, so, we so blessed, dude. We, we so blessed. You know, I, I had a homegirl the other night. She was like, oh, I just got off the plane. It's taking so long. I'm like, bitch, you on a, pl- you on a chair in the sky. Yeah. I don't know about you, man. I, I think of myself as a pretty well-versed, intellectual, smart dude. But you put me on this planet with no infrastructure, oh, it's going to take me a while before I get to chair in the sky. <laughs> the real, you know what I mean? Like, we smart dudes, man. But I, I don't know how the perfect, you know, wingspan. I don't know none of that shit, dude. So all these people, man, they need to shut the fuck up. You need to stop being so damn entitled, dude. You and I can have this. They don't have a purpose. They don't have a, they don't have a definite purpose. You know they, don't have, they don't have a goal that consumes them. Because if you have a goal that consumes you, you can't trip about little shit. Like, you That's really can't. Like, if you, it, it, honestly, like, you ever read, um, uh, you ever read the uh, Outwit and the Devil? No. Yo, put that on your list. What? It's, it's Napoleon Hill. But it's like it was like a book that he wrote, but his family didn't want it to be put out until they were all dead because of the back, potential backlash. Because he's talking kind of crazy. It came out in like 20, 2011, right? And the Pony oh, Hills, like all his family members had to die before they were allowed to put it out. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's co-written by it's co-written by the chick who co-wrote um, Rich Dad Poor Dad, which is another one of my favorites. Yeah, right? yeah, that's our shit. Yo, let's do a quick book list run. Just do five. Oh. Five? Yeah, okay. Um, must uh, haves, though. Must haves. <laughs> must haves. Yeah. I think it teaches the book. It teaches the high school children in school how to win friends and influence people. Most important book of all time. There's nothing. It's not. It's, it's. If you talk about one book that will get you further in life, it's that. You know what I'm saying? How to win friends and influence people. Number two, um, awaken the giant within. Yeah. Tony Robbins. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to go to none. Of, you don't. Like I wouldn't. I, I would never go to one of his events because those people look like they are awful. Like they're, 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 they're like they're there because they have some fucking problem. I always wanted to go to one of his events until I saw that documentary and I was like, I do not want to be around these motherfuckers. Some of that, some of that motherfucking, you know, these motherfuckers got issues, man. Ew. Get away from me. You, you, you know what? You know what? Quick comment on that though. Cause I love, I love Tony. Um, so I was uh, listening to tools of Titans, Tim Ferriss's thing. And uh, he's got Tony on there and he talks about priming. So what, what he's doing there is he's priming the masses. So that thing that you do at the penthouse, he's doing that. Uh, and so that's why it doesn't resonate because you already do it and you're doing it at a higher level than those people need. So you don't find mm. that there's the value there. I, I just want to make sure like people know, like, if, yo, if you're fucking like totally stuck and fucked, it might, it might, it might be something for you. I'm hoping you're you fucked up. Yeah, go for it. That's what it's yeah, for. But, I mean, you wouldn't, have, you, you wouldn't have gotten an hour and 40 minutes into my podcast if you're fucked up. Like, anybody yeah. listening at this point has got their shit together. But the book uh, so, is cool. lit, man. The book is lit. I can read that book every time I read it. Don't get the audio. That's the one you can't get the audio book because it's abridged, right? You got to fucking read it. Get the book, motherfuckers. Stop being lazy and read the shit. Yo, Brandon, how many books? How, uh, real quick, before you get number three, how many books you got approximately? Approximately. Thousands? Um, probably close. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what, what I have here is like I have even more in storage. Like, I have shit. a storage like full of books. Like I, I read like two books a week. I've been, I've doing it. I've been doing that for about 15 years. That's that shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. Right, um, number, number three. Relentless. Ooh. Relentless, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought I was a fucking. I, you know I was letting people hold me back. 
I'm going to be honest with you because I thought something was maybe wrong with me because everyone was saying something was wrong with me. And because I was, I was too focused. I was too dedicated. Right. And then I, I would put my goals above everything. And then when I read Relentless, I didn't learn a lot. I'm going to be honest with you. What I learned, the only thing I learned was that, oh, I'm not crazy. In fact, this is a gift because I don't think you can teach this. You know what I'm saying? I'm, and, you know, um, and, and then I started like applying. I said, fuck it. I'm just going to go all out and be, 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 be the real brand. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and then that was the first year I made a million dollars. Like That's I didn't allow no one to hold me back. Now it cost me a lot. Real quick, the real side note, massive success. Those of y'all listen to it. Like if you want to make millions, it's going to take everything. Like you know, it's gonna take everything, you know. Like uh, uh, um, Albert Einstein said, um, um, uh, mastery mastery requires all of a person, all of a person, right? So it's like you know, you're gonna get you, you know, I fucked up relationships, I fucked up friendships, you know. Say I'm not the best fucking son. My mom gets mad at me even for sick. Cause I, I mean, I'll take care of her, right? She she don't have to worry about nothing. But like, I'm probably not. I'm not as present, you know. Like I'm not. It it, it will cost you everything. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if I had to put something, if I had to say what my superpower is, it's like I'm willing to endure more pain and sacrifice and give up and, 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 and sacrifice more than the average person. You know what I'm saying? I, I can endure pain. I'm really good at enduring pain. You know? Um, That's that shit. It's going to cost you everything. You know? Now, if you want to make $10,000 a month, that ain't nothing. That's fucking easy. That's a joke. That's a fucking, that's a fucking as a fucking comedy joke, right? That's easy. That's what I help my students do, right? But if you want to make millions, that takes, that's going to take everything. And almost many people do it. All right. right. So number three, that's relentless. Yeah. Uh, number four, the Encyclopedia of Modern Barden Building. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Word. Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> like, if you ever want just one fucking book on fitness, one. that's the one. That's the one. He breaks, he breaks everything down. You know what I'm saying? He breaks everything down. You know that's a good one. I got that one on my shelf too. I love that. Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. And then, and then if I'm gonna go five, I'm looking around, this is some here. Um, uh, while you're doing that, while you're doing, I'm gonna do my relentless um, moment. So while, while you're kind of brainstorming on that fifth one, so relentless was a book I read on audio. Uh, so I got it on. It's, it's one of the few I have physical and audio and Kindle. One of the few. Yeah. That one, that one principles, there's a couple. Now my takeaway from that book um, is if you want to perform at the highest level, you have to be willing to sacrifice. You mentioned that there was something else though. There was something else, you know, sometimes I used to have people tell me like, Mikhail, you're so hard on yourself. Mm. And I used to question that. I used to go, yeah, but that's what drives my performance. If I stop, where's the performance going to come from? And People time and time and time would test that frame, test that frame, test that frame, test that. It's like 500, 700, 1,000 people test that frame. After 1,000 people, you go, all right, let me look into that. Let me see if that's yeah. valid. And I go, and that was the book that reset it for me. It said- For me too, uh, yeah, because I was like, you start to quit. You're like, maybe everyone's right. Yeah, and, and, that, and that book says, nah, you ain't nah. hard enough. They're and wrong. I love that. Yeah. I love that shit. And, and I think there's some masochistic thing there, but I don't, care. I don't fucking care because the yeah. results are there. The result, so, so I just wanted to kind of ch- uh, pop that in because I think a lot of people want to achieve great things and people who don't understand what greatness is will want to question it. They want to think something's wrong with you. Yeah, even my therapist says something like, like that. And I'm like, well, look, nah, man, you know what? Is she hot though? 
nah, that's the dude. And I, and I was like, and I was like, well, yeah, you don't know nothing about this rich nigga shit, right? That's why. That's yeah, why. That's why, why you a therapist. Yeah, that's why you a fucking therapist getting this getting this fucking forty dollars an hour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, and then, uh, he was right if he was talking to the regular people, man. But like, yo, if you, um, um, uh, someone who, who achieves anything great is not a regular person. I agree with like, that. Some of the shit don't apply. You I know? agree with so that. Not applicable. I would say number five is, um, I can probably put a lot of the books in this place, but I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Influence by Robert Cialini. Ooh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, that's a book I read over and over again. Yeah, that's a real book I read over and over again. Like when I really like a book, I'll, I'll like I'll, I'll, I'll take notes in it, right? And then I'll like I'll I'll I'll, I'll make flashcards. Yeah. From the note, and that's like a book, one of the books that I have flashcards for. You know what I'm saying? Like to really, like really know that shit. Yo, that's, that's dope as fuck. Yeah, that's dope as fuck. Just top five, man. No, that's as dope as fuck. And, and people will notice. Guess what? There's one that's based on physical fitness. Other four based on mindset. That's something. That, that's a hint for all y'all. Mm. A hint for all y'all: the, the 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 mind and the body are super linked. Super linked. Yeah, we can't yeah, show yeah. up to the gym. How are you gonna get rid, man? So, uh, dude, I fuck with it, man. Thank you for staying on. For, What's for, your top five, man? I want to know real quick. My top five books are number one, Principles by Ray Dalio. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, number two is going to be The Startup Owner's Manual by Steve Blank. That that, that is a world class book. World class book. Um, number three is going to be Reality Transurfing. Oh, I got that. Yo, I got that right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Zayland. Yeah, that's that, right, right, that's that right, shit. That's that shit. That's that shit. Four is going to be uh, Power Versus Force. Really? Yeah. And then five, if I can not put a book, but I can put the entire Robert Greene series there. Mm. Like, like, you know, Strategies of War, Laws of Power, Art of Seduction. If I could just take all those and put them in like a tome. What's your favorite one? Laws of power, probably. Yeah, uh, I, you know my favorite one is the fiftieth law. No, that's what I was. I figure you like that. Yeah, that's you a, a, not not because fifty. I like fifty a lot, but also it was like Robert's like long winded, right? And that's the, it's like he got to the point on that one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I agree <laughs> with that. I agree with that. Those 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 would be my five. You like um, you know what? There's a book like Power vs. Force that I like better, but it's similar. And you might like it too if you haven't read it already. Uh, 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 Levels, Levels of Energy by Dodson. That's yeah, that yeah, shit. this yeah. one, this one hit me. Like when I read Four Hours, I was like, for whatever reason, that that guy doesn't resonate with me. But this shit, yeah. it was like similar. But I was like, yo, this. I, this- I agree. I second that for sure. All very good. Uh, I mean, close. There's a lot of close seconds, right? I mean, I'm looking at my shelf. There's a lot of close seconds. Like Relentless would be a close second. Um, those of you that are trying to build a business, so that startup owner's manual that transformed the way I approach business completely. Completely. Oh man, there's a book that transformed my business. They, they would make it in my top ten, and that's um, that's a uh, 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 profit first. Oh, that's great. Yo, that's I mean, I, I, run, I run my business and my life like around that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's true. Core principles, man. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to circle back. Um, thank you for taking you know two hours of your time, man, to to share oh, this wisdom. This is great. Uh, we're gonna get some dope ass snippets and everything out of this. If you were to do a last call to action. Like for, for everybody who's listening, mm-hmm. whether that's for them to build their dreams, whether for them to check your shit out, like just, just collage it up. You're closing the stage out. Take if it away. If you want to follow me, if you follow me, like on Instagram, that's where I'm most active right now. I took, I took a break from YouTube. You know what I'm saying? I'll probably be back, you know, at some point. I have like 700,000 YouTube subscribers, but I, I, I'm taking a break. Um, 
And uh, but I'm very active on Instagram. So you can holler at me there. Um, I answer DMs, you, you know, most of the time. You know what I'm saying? So like you can holler at me. Um, if you're interested in building all my fitness business, right? Uh, go ahead and hit me up on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Send me a DM. Let's, let's, uh, let's talk about it. We'll see if you're a good fit for the program or not. You know, we don't work with just anybody. Um, you don't have to have, you don't have to have, uh, uh, you know, uh, you don't have to be certified. You don't have to have a lot of experience. You don't have to have a big following. We'll show you how to build your following. We'll show you how to make money with a small following. Uh, you don't have to have a website or nothing. You, you, you don't need anything. All you need is like passion. It's for doing this. I, like we want to work with people who are passionate about fitness. Right, this is not like some drop shipping shit. Where like I'm not shitting on that, but like nobody's passionate about uh, Chinese bullshit from China. You're selling old, selling old shit to China, old Chinese bullshit to old people, right? Nobody's passionate about that. Like if you're passionate about helping people, because that that was a passion of mine. You know, since I was 16, like training people. I really love training people. And if you love that too, and you want to make a career out of it, then this is for you, right? Um, it's not one of those get rich quick things or make a bunch of money. You can make money doing anything, right? And so, like, if, if you're not interested in this, I don't want to fuck with you like that, you know? Yeah. Um, no disrespect. It's just that's not who we fuck with. It's real. Yeah. It's real. Yeah, that's all I got, man. I fuck with it, man. Thank you for fucking coming on. I'm going to put all the links, obviously, below to your socials, to uh, the program application, to anything else. Um, obviously all of the books, all the relevant topics that we talked about going right. in the show notes, my, my dudes are going to lose their mind trying to run through this. You want to do a last little social media, like boomerang type of thing. Hold on, I'm going to yeah. do, 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 do boomerang. Boom. Boom. That's that shit. Oh dude, you look like a beast. <laughs> beast. Yo, no. <laughs> it's funny. Cause, cause you're so still, you can't even tell it's a video. It's a <laughs> bro that looks crazy you'll you'll see it you'll see it on my feed yeah i'll repost it tag me yeah i fuck with your shit man thank you so much brother um let's link um when you're uh when you're in la next time let me know let's grab a, a keto friendly ribeye steak at maestro's or some shit i fuck sure. with that and uh oh shit appreciate your time do, do, do that do that little outro thing with the with the button and then we oh. can fade out right there that'll be dope that's it i fuck with it <laughs> uh, i appreciate you brother Oh, no problem, man. Dope. Boom. Right. So hopefully you enjoy that wide ranging conversation with Brandon Carter. As always, you can find him on Instagram at King Keto. That's at K-I-N-G-K-E-T-O. King Keto. The dude is an absolute beast. And if you're a fitness trainer who's tired of training clients face-to-face all the time, feeling like you're a service provider, having to wake up early, commute to the gym, fulfill, fulfill, fulfill and always ride that treadmill. Listen, if you want to break out of that and build a real business, Brandon is absolutely the guy for that. I've seen him do it firsthand. He is the best in the world at doing this, on getting your niche down, on setting up your marketing, on making sure you've got a powerful sales strategy to take your income, your business, your lifestyle, your success to the next level. You can find his coaching program at www.onlinetrainersecrets.com. Again, that's onlinetrainersecrets.com. It is absolutely epic. I know personally several individuals that have gotten massive success from that program, and I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Again, I hope you enjoyed this podcast with Ben Carter. And if you did, go ahead and visit his Instagram and let him know what you liked from it. And make sure to check out his program again, onlinetrainersecrets.com.
As always, this is Mikhail with Hustle System, sending you positive vibes, positive energy, and wishing you massive, earth-shattering levels of success. Appreciate you. Until next time. really is a revolution. Listen, uh, We've never wavered in that vision. I believe we should try to do things in this Everything you hold worthwhile is at stake. Beyond yourselves and ourselves, I have a dream. Freedom is indivisible. Uh, I took the initiative in creating the internet. That app comes with incredible rapidity. One electrical arc after another. Still trying to get myself adjusted.